hands. Jazz hands, baby face. Come on, do Jazz it. Hands. Do it. I'm, I know you can't see it, but I'm doing it. You're doing it? Okay, good. I'm Tyler. participating. I'm participating in the parade here. All right, awesome. We are live. Put your big girl panties on. Hank Strange and crew, we are in the building. We're live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios in Gainesville, Florida. And uh, we're going to be talking about news, politics, whatever the hell we want to. I've got baby. It's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> whatever you guys want to talk to, everyone that's hanging out with us, whatever you guys want to talk to, hit us up and we will talk about it or answer questions or talk about stuff, you know, videos from the over the last week or weeks, whatever you want to do. This is like what, episode 57, I think. Woo, 57. Hind 57, man. Better yeah. than A1 sauce. Uh, yeah, you know, so uh, 57 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We've got Babyface P joining me here. <laughs> What's up, Babyface? Uh, not much, really. Yeah. The, Busy the folks, working? The folks were missing you yesterday. I, there we, some I people. haven't been to the Hacienda in too long, and we need to correct that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> I'm getting ready to go away next week. I'll probably be around this weekend, but I'll be catching uh, up on work. Bachelor party this weekend, uh, and uh, next week on i finally will be free i think oh are we okay, going on cool. a secret mission next week is that why you're leaving us what's going Roommate, on what's I'm that going, detail? I'm gonna, uh, okay i'm gonna do training i'll talk about that in a second oh the, yeah that, that's exciting the, the other dude that we have in here making trouble right now is tyvin from the tyvin show <laughs> hello everybody how y'all doing sorry i'm on mobile i'm coming into new jersey and so i don't get any lack i cannot read the comments but shout out to everybody in the comments don't forget to subscribe like and share and retweet the live podcast <laughs> Tyvin is booking it and his what do you like what do you truckers say when you're you know driving fast through a state what is that like you're booking it in a niner four niner uh <laughs> we're gonna crash them gates to a 98 let them truckers roll 10 four <laughs> <laughs> there you go so he's doing it while we're while we're doing this thing and we are gonna get walter at some point from safety harbor firearms He's out running around doing something, but he is going to jump in probably in about half an hour or so. I want to say what's up to everyone hanging out behind the scenes in the chat. Let me shout out. Let's see who's in here. Looks like uh, Chris B. We got Chris B. in here. We got Josh Costner, uh, Meredith Mayhem, Lawrence Lerwick, Chris Bullis, Wardex. We got Wardex in here. Let's see who else is in the uh Lots of comments. I'm scrolling through here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Lola is in the chat for anyone who wants to say what's <laughs> up to Lola. Jock Carpenter. <laughs> Joe Carpenter. Sorry. I don't know. I always read that as Jock. So that's what I see when I'm when I'm looking at that. Uh, Exhale is in the building. Highway Run 77. Uh, DC2 Mega Boost. I see Vanessa Kitty. More folks out there. If I didn't mention you, just uh, do roll call and I'll say what's up to you. Yeah, make sure you put in the comments, hashtag Hank, for the next shout-outs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so we're going to talk about uh, quite a few things. I want to remind everyone that's watching us right now to click the like button. Click that like button. We, you know, we need those likes. Make sure you're subscribed and share this video with your friends and family on social media so we can get more people to jump in here and join the party. It's gonna, it might get a little wild. Sometimes we get a little wild and crazy. It's more than a party. It's a party in your pants. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know what you're doing in that truck, but I've heard I've heard stories about you trucker dudes. E easy now. I got both hands on the steering wheel. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we should probably talk about that one day, what you guys get up to, but I don't know. You might not want to put that out on the airwaves. Easy now. No lot lizard signs on my windshield. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a couple of news things here that I'm going to bring up. I don't know if anyone oh. out there has got things they want to talk about. Um, it looks like uh, Sheriff David Clark resigned the Milwaukee County Sheriff. Really? Oh, he yeah. did resign. I thought he was just on administrative leave. Uh, no, it looks like he resigned. This is from the Washington Post. Uh, David Clark, a strong Trump supporter, resigns as Milwaukee County Sheriff, a vocal supporter yeah. of President Trump who came under scrutiny for the conditions in his jail, resigned Thursday. His uh, resignation will take effect at midnight and it's unclear why he resigned. So there's no, you know, he hasn't come out and said, it looks like from reading through this article, I'm sure there's a bunch of articles out there you guys could look at that. He's not going to talk about this till sometime next week. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have any speculation. What do you think's going on there? Just a lot of pressure. What? Looks like it looks like he might be taking a job with the Trump administration. Yeah. I think he turned right. down a job already with the Trump oh, administration. Yeah. They did offer him something. Uh, let me see if I could fi figure out what that was. The sheriff's name again. David, uh, Clark. David Clark. Yeah. Yeah. I think see, oh, okay. it says earlier, earlier this year, Clark withdrew his name from consideration for an assistant secretary position at the Department of Homeland Security. Security. <laughs> Homeland Security. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't like a big enough post or something. You know, who knows what went down there or, or he didn't want to get vetted. That happens sometimes. Yeah. I was thinking that Sheriff Ohio or Pyle, whatever that guy is out there in Arizona, Trump pardoned him, pardoned him before yeah. the court even before he even went to court. Yeah, pardoned. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. So what do you guys what do you think about that, Tyvin? What do you think about Donald oh, Trump? Pardoning? I think it's awesome. You know what? That guy had was doing the right thing. He was obeying the law. That's what counts. And before he can even get indicted, even go to court, Trump just pardoned him. He said, you know what? You're 72 years old. Sir, you have done outstanding efforts for our country. Here's your pardon. I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, thank you. Um, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll reserve my thing. What do you think, this? I, I don't know enough about the case to know. Uh, so uh, to be perfectly honest, all I know is that people are up in arms about it. And oh, he's the guy out in Arizona to put all the prisoners in tents and put them all in pink jumpsuits. Yeah, I see. I don't have an issue with that. I, I feel like there has to be more to it. I think they were charging him with uh, discrimination. Uh, yeah, oh, that's uh, right. Like, he uh, was wouldn't. Uh, they told him to cease and desist for the stop um, because if you looked of a certain descent, it was an automatic stop and ask for your papers or your driver's yeah. license. Okay, yeah. I don't agree part with that part. But, you know, he he, I th he did take that a little too far, but I think the rest of it, he was doing all right. So here's what I think about that whole thing. Um, you know, I'm not up in arms or whatever. It's one of those things that really I'm not mad about it. I'm not happy about it. I'm just really in the middle of it. What I do think is maybe Trump should have just waited until they were actually going to lock his ass up or something. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Why. You know, because if, if people do this on the other, if he's getting charged with stuff and it's not really all resolved and we haven't fully baked it in, what, you know, we're not going to be happy later on when someone else is president and they do the yeah. same thing. Yeah, you're kind of set a precedent here. Yeah, let's establish this. I think it was more of a thing mercy thing. I mean, the guy was 72 years old, you know, 
dude, yeah, well, just go have your own life. Yeah, I don't think it was just, um, you know, a mercy thing. I mean, I think Trump was trying to, like, you know, uh, wag the dog. You ever heard that saying, wag the dog? Yeah. 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 So um, I'm assuming everyone out there knows what it's, it's based on that movie where, you wag know. Wag the tail or wag the dog. What was, it, what yeah, was the, the name movie, of it? The movie was called Wag the Dog. Basically, it was okay. a pres- it's about a president that was in trouble. I'm trying to remember who played. I think it was the guy who played Dick Tracy, uh, Warren Beatty. I think so. That was playing the president. Okay. Anyway, in that movie, um, the president was in trouble. So he they decided to manufacture a war using like 3D and fake cameras and stuff like that. Uh, white flag operations and manufacture a war to make the president look better. You know, so I think it was one of those kinds of things that he just wanted to do something and maybe get his base behind him. But I think in a case like this, you wait until, you know, wait until the guy's actually in imminent danger of going to jail. On top of which, on top of which, this dude puts dudes in prison. So if you're a dude who puts dudes in prison. Yeah, going to prison for you is a bad time. Yeah, but but also why are you scared of going to prison? (laughs) You know, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> don't be scared. Well, you know, if you don't have enough money to pay somebody off, the only other way to get back at somebody is to cost them a lot of money to get back at them. <laughs> so it's one of the two. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like I'm saying, like if I think if he if he was if he was badass enough to put dudes in prison, he shouldn't be afraid of doing like a couple of days. Yeah, they're, like, they're, I might let him do a couple of days in prison and then go. Okay. Is all he was looking at is what I'm reading, which yeah. I don't want to spend six days in prison, but. I mean, oh. <laughs> six months. I just don't think he wanted to be a fairy and jump around in a pink jumpsuit out in the middle of the desert in 120 well, degree hey, weather. Live by the sword, die by the sword. I'm not. Right. I know there's lots of people that support him and all that kind of stuff. I don't like. I said I don't really have a huge, um, you know, I don't really care one way or the other. But I do think that if he was willing to lock dudes up and he was all badass about it. He shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, we shouldn't be scared, even though he's 72. I'm pre- Hey, if he came across someone who was 72 years old and did something that he didn't like, I'm pretty sure he's still locking them up and putting them in a pink jumpsuit, right? Well, I so. think that's where the mercy thing came in. I, you know, he was a supporter of Trump in the beginning. Yeah. And I think Trump's having a little bit of a loyalty issues. So this guy's at the bottom of the barrel. I think he just set a precedence, a standard. Hey, look, work with me. I'll work with you. And this guy happened to be the prime example at the bottom of the barrel where he could do something that's not going to affect or run a ripple through the pond and cause a tidal wave. It was just an easy out to say, hey, look with me, stay with me. We yeah. can work together and I'll got you, I got your back. I think that's yeah. what it all came down to. Yeah, Chris B says, look at um, how many idiots that Obama pardoned. Listen, that's the, that's the thing if you're president, right? You get to pardon dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to, you can party people, and no one's ever happy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, but you know what? The truth is, if you like, I know, sir. Trump is what? Our, our 40, is he the 45th president? I think he's uh, 45. Sixth? Is he 46? I think oh, he's 45. Yeah, 45. 45. Yeah. Po- it's POTUS 45. Yeah, I think he's 45 because it's kind of stuck in my brain because I was like, oh, cool. So he should definitely get like a nice 1911 or something. <laughs> to, com- to commemorate, <laughs> yeah, well, we should commemorate uh, that with a 1911. But people can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But if we've only had 45 dudes that have been the president, it's kind of like a thing. You should get some rights when you become president. I mean, you should get a certain amount of Monica Lewinsky's that you could do. <laughs> yeah. There's just certain things that we have to like get over if you're president, right? 
You know what? Everybody made a big deal out of that Monica Lewinsky stuff and all this. I want to know where the cigars are that she used and how much would those things be worth? Okay. Why do you want those cigars? <laughs> you oh, like well, I don't want them. I like, just want to know like, where they're at and what would be the price on like, stuff like uh, that. You think those cigars are going to taste somehow better? or <laughs> I, I don't want to know. I just want the glass. It's, it's a cash. It's like uh, putting stock in the stock market. If I can get them really cheap, man, you know there's some crazy goofball out there that would pay top dollar for some tainted tobacco leaf. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want any part of that. You might, you know, I don't know how long that like STDs can last on something. But you, might, you know, you're running a serious danger here. So, um, you know what? I think in the end, it's like, hey, he had to do something. I think he he did it right on the Friday when the uh, Hurricane Harvey was hitting. You know. Uh, I don't know whether that was like strategic, not strategic, if it made any Yeah. So, um, all right. So there's a, let's see if there's any other news. I don't know if you guys have. Oh, what was the one thing you were talking about earlier about the cop? Uh, what was that? Arizona or something where the cop made the, uh, uh, racist uh, comment to the drunk driver or something. Yeah. So that was, I believe in Georgia. And basically, um, so so here's the title. You guys can look this up. This is all over the news right now. Um, it says, uh, Georgia cop tells frightened woman we only kill black people. Whoa, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so what? What, you guys, what? and there's apparently video of this. So, yeah, yeah dash cam. It yeah, like. I invite you guys to look this up. It was something what I saw on the news that he walked up to the passenger side and was asking the lady a question or something. And she goes, no, I'm not putting my hands down. I've seen videos. You guys, you're doing wrong things. And then the cop turned around and said, well, we don't or we only shoot black people. What's up with that? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, apparently I think it was. um, That's a horrible joke. Yeah. This happened like a year ago. So I invite everyone to go read this, look into it. It happened about a year ago. And I think it it happened like yesterday. No, no. I think it happened about a year ago. Here, let's. uh, No, this is recent. This video. This this thing, it came up recently. But this whole thing happened at least over six months ago. And basically it was two people in a car getting pulled over, both white. Um, the driver was arrested, I think, drunk driving, but the police officer wound up arresting the passenger as well. Um, and she dropped her phone and he was telling her to pick up her. I was looking at the video, so I'm just paraphrasing everything. You guys okay. can, can go verify all of this. But she dropped her phone inside the car and he was telling her to pick up her phone because he was going to arrest her. And she said, well, I, I don't want to reach for my phone because I've seen stuff on the news happening to people. And then he says, uh, we only kill black people. So <laughs> what? You, know, you don't have anything. And, so and inappropriate. Now I'm sure everyone's going to say, you know, um, I, yeah, it is inappropriate. I'm sure people are going to say, well, he was just kidding. I, for me listening to it, I don't really think he was kidding. He was, it just sounded to me like he was being a douche, being an asshole. You know, what um, was the term you used earlier? Uh, dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. He was being, you know, he was doing his job, obviously, but he decided to be a dick about it and uh, bring up something like that. And um, it's highly wrong. It's a horrible, terrible thing to say. And let me pull up the news here. It looks like they suspended him. So 
Um, this was in Cobb County. So it says uh, Cobb County Police Chief Mike Register announced at a news conference Thursday that Lieutenant Greg Abbott will be fired after yeah, he, he told a woman during a traffic stop that we only shoot. We only black kill black people. people. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell. I just watched the video. You can tell he's being sarcastic, but that's not professional. You're in a, you're in a position of authority yeah, and a public figure. You don't do that. Whatever yeah. happened to morals and values and yeah. self-respect and self-esteem. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm with, can't do that. <laughs> so this is all, this is all breaking right now. This is going to go on for a while. I mean, I, listen, I don't want to beat up on cops. I think most cops do a good job. They're yes. doing their thing. You have some cops that are, that do some horrible things. This is this guy is not necessarily doing a horrible thing, but he's saying a really horrible thing, yeah. and uh, it's it's totally one hundred percent indefensible. And boom. well, he was probably having a bad day because he didn't get his twenty percent discount at Dunkin' Donuts and get his <laughs> coffee that morning, so he was probably had a burr up his ass. So, I, I got another one for you. Um, have you seen the video that's making its rounds right now of a? I don't want to give too much away because that's to me is what Uh-oh. makes it somewhat all right. A uh, guy in a subway restaurant um, pulls a gun on a kid behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid basically it was a it was a kid in a hoodie walks into the subway, um, and the guy was an off duty cop with his kid and his wife, and he I don't know if they had a conversation or something, but eventually turns around and pulls a gun on the guy. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware of what you're talking about. Oh, you, okay, you've seen it? Yes. Uh, I'm sure folks out there can look it up, so go ahead. I'm listening. No, I was just saying, the, the specifics that a lot of people are forgetting. And the kid is a, it's a black kid. It's a young black kid in a hoodie. I don't think Oh, my God. Black. Yeah. Was he black? Mm, so so yeah. one main thing that there's happened... A couple, there's a couple of things going on here, but go ahead. It was... One main thing that a lot of people don't understand is it happened in Brazil, which yeah. Brazil is the wild fucking West. Right. For what I understand, I, I don't. I've never been to Brazil, but I hear that it is nuts over there. But um, yeah, I want to. I want to uh, hear your take on it. Um, yeah, I saw the video, you know, and the video. Obviously, the kid wasn't really doing anything. He was just standing behind him, um, waiting yeah. to uh, make his order. The guy was making his order. The kid had on a, um, a hoodie. And um, it looked like it was a black kid to me. Obviously, it's Brazil. There are black people in Brazil, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, my God. There's people of different races in Brazil. Um, they're, all, they're all Brazilians. They're all yeah. Black. You know, also people get very tan there. So whatever, <laughs> you know. But and and it's South America. So it was at least a brown, a brown kid. versus <laughs> Yeah. The, the whole, listen, people don't realize that race in like America is not only not the only place that has problems with race. This goes all over the world. This go this is amongst uh, Latinos, everything. So, but this kid to me looked like he was just standing behind him. He had a hoodie on, which kids do. My kids do it. I do it sometimes. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. And the, but the guy got really paranoid. Pulled a gun on him. Checked him thoroughly. Yeah, like you know, to make sure he wasn't armed. Yeah, to make sure he wasn't armed. And then I think it looks like there's no audio of this thing. So it looks like the kid was telling him, hey, I'm just here to, to order something. And then he steps aside and lets, you know, while the kid's like trying to order whatever it is. And he steps aside and he's on alert. So he preemptively. Yeah, kid did acted. nothing. But yeah, yeah, it looks. Got, he's got his gun out like the whole time. 
Yeah, it looks like he was, he, you know, the, Brazil is a really wild place. It really is the wild, wild west. Now, if you're looking at this video, I think that the reason why this is going viral, because if most people look at it and don't read deeper or dig into it, you, you, um, you know, it's appalling if you think, wow, this happened in America. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to put this whole thing into perspective. You know, it's not cool that it happened in Brazil, but it is a completely different place. Yeah. And the kid's not dead. He's alive. You know, but but, the, you know, I'm sure that this guy like the law and all that kind of stuff in places like Brazil and other countries is a completely different thing. The way that it goes down. And but, so, you know, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, because with the news and the perception of a lot of people that's in the media, they don't understand, like over in Iraq and Saudi and all those stuff, everything. If you're gay over there, it's a death sentence. They kill you. It's, it's, it's not even good, thought twice of. Yeah, you can't judge and a people, you can't judge a foreign foreign country off of our standards. Yeah, if it was America, exactly. if it was America, this would be definitely a thing that we oh. all have to dig into, investigate. The, that cop should be in big trouble or whatever. The weird thing that I'm seeing, so I'm watching the extended version. I only saw the shorter clip. Is mm -hmm. yeah, he continues to like stare down the kid with his hand on his gun, and then he reapproaches the kid. I I don't know. There, I feel like there should be more here. But this yeah. guy seems like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he could have been being a little bit of an asshole, but we don't necessarily know yeah, what he was, de what he's dealing with every day over there. For somebody mouthing yeah. off. Also, like the kid just, you know, the kid's just trying to make his order. So maybe the kid gets what's going on because I would have gotten the hell out of there. Yeah, I would have left <laughs> after that. You know, even if I wasn't doing anything, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm leaving. Call the cops. <laughs> I don't even want a sandwich right now. Yeah. Thank you. Man, very the things much. you got to do just to get a five piece and a Big Mac, man. Wow. Yeah. But let's let's understand this, that, you know, in, in other countries, the law goes down in completely different ways. I lived in Nigeria, for example. And um, there's a lot of stuff that happened like this in both ways. And, and in a lot of these countries, when you have a, a criminal that's a real badass, like in the Caribbean, in Guyana, Jamaica, places like that, when you have a real badass, there's not like, oh, let's go like with a warrant and arrest this guy. Oh, no, they, there's none of that. They just go yeah. get you, snatch you, throw you in jail. Oh, they, don't, they well, mostly when you get to that level of badassery, they just get the military because the police really can't deal with you. Yeah. They can't so they you. get they get the military and they and they come in to kill you. <laughs> you know, they're not arresting you. They're just killing you. I'm not saying that's right. You know, but the re I'm trying to illustrate to people that you live if you're living in America, you're living in the greatest country on the face of the planet. It's not to say that something like this cannot happen in America because it absolutely can happen. But if it does happen, there's going to be lots of shit going on. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be accepted. Well, it's like in Egypt, if you're a thief and you get caught stealing, it's automatic. Get your hand cut off. There's yeah. no open for debate. You don't get a lawyer. You don't go to court. You were caught and they cut your hand off, period. Yeah, that's it. There's yeah. no, oh, poor me, slap you on your hand and you get another chance. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um, hard not to judge other countries by our living standards. Our you cannot, no, no. Mores. You can't do it, though. You cannot do it. Yeah, there's you not, can't. you know, like there's things that you have in America that you take for granted, like Constitution and, yeah. and rights yeah. and stuff like that, that people just don't have in other countries. I'm sorry to tell you that or like hurt your feelings. And I'm not just talking about third world countries. I'm talking about. England, for example, there's no freedom of speech. You lived in England for a while. You can, you can exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as freedom of speech over there. You yeah. Know? So every country is different. America, to me, is the greatest one on the face of the planet. And um, it's but it's not to say that something like this cannot happen here. It can happen. We would all be really mad about it. But the biggest thing to me would be like, did that kid survive? Because, you know, whenever I see stuff like this, I put it in perspective of my kids. I've got teenage boys and, um, you know, I don't want things like this to happen to them. I don't even want to, like, have the thought process or let that kind of stuff work through my brain of what I would think and what I would do and all that, because it's just not, it's just not worth it to sink to that level. But it would be great if, you know, something like that happened and the kid survived, that would be the best outcome other than it not happening because, Hey, at least you survive now. Um, and then we can deal with all of this later. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there, there are, there are legal ramifications in the U S at least that you can yeah. take afterwards. Yeah. But in a place, you're, in a place you're like, innocent until proven guilty. That's the thing here in the U S yeah. In a place like Brazil, you got to understand there's not a lot of cops. They don't get paid a lot of money and the bad guys over there are bad ass and, yeah. and kill, you know, and, and kill them dead. So you know, it's a lot like it is in Mexico, like the real, the cops that are in Mexico really doing it, working, man. Those guys can't take chances. They're living in a battle zone. Well, they live with all those drug cartels down there, too. Money rules. But my yeah. parents lived down in Belize. And when we went down there to talk to him, I sat down with my pop one day. And it's like, hey, I don't see cruisers. I don't see cops, you know, or anything like that. I'm looking around down there. You do anything. You go to jail, you might sit there six months before you can even get in front of a, a justice. Yeah. Yeah. You don't um, do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's the same thing. Like I was in Honduras years ago. <laughs> it was crazy. And I was hanging out with some people who are from Honduras, but they lived in America and they were scared. And you see, and when you go to a lot of these countries, you'll see the police officers with rifles and things like that. I don't know whether or not they can, you know, how well trained they are, but you see that for a reason. You can get kidnapped really fast. Yeah. You know, shot. Yeah. You go to Mexico, like Mexico, you go to Cancun or something and you feel this sense of safety because only you know, if you stay on the resorts, do not yeah. go off the resorts. Don't go down into the towns. You might get kidnapped. You might they just stab you, dude, for 10 bucks. Yeah. But they, they don't care. People, even on the resorts, you still have to be careful. So um, yep. Lawrence says uh, customs are different, but humanity is the same everywhere. So. <laughs> You know, I feel bad for that kid. The thing is, you always have to think about, uh, you know, who you are, where you are, what's going on. So it's not to say that the kid can't wear a hoodie and be there doing his thing. He probably just didn't realize it. And then he wound up in that situation. Obviously, the guy was being uh, a little bit of a dick about it, you know, about the whole thing. But who knows what this guy has seen and what's gone down. And, you know, he, he, he just he obviously went into panic mode. He did. Probably you didn't help that he had his family and all that yeah. kind of stuff there. So, you know, unfortunately, man, not everywhere is like America. So, um, so let's see uh, what other. What else have we? Have you guys already covered the the Gen Five? Um, no. Yeah, we did. We did. We talked about the Gen Five earlier this week. What do you okay. think? Have you seen it? That was yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, we were talking about it yesterday. I think um, the day before that. Probably I think it's going to be a little bit of a, a hot topic for a couple of days. At least. Yeah. What do you think? Are you are you jonesing for a Gen Five? Is that what's going Not on? Not really. It's funny that, and I, I I told you this the other day. I was like, so I have I have my my Gen Four nineteen, yeah, right. that I I've just been sitting here playing with this afternoon, and I'm finding that I 
like the grip angle less and less. I know people are going to hate on that, but that compared to... Oh, so now you're becoming uh, a hater of gloves. Is that so, what I detect? Oh, I, that's I, so I much like better. It. I turned my phone sideways. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I still I still like the Glock and I think it has a place, but like I think I think for me it's I I have the ability to be finicky because I have so many firearms. Um so I'm finding that I like certain grip angles more. It's not I'm not saying that the Glock is bad because I still like the Glock. That was the first gun, that's the first handgun I ever got, and I carried this for like and that's a what, a Glock 19? Or yeah, that's a 19 that I carried for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with a suppressor, obviously. <laughs> but um, I just, I think the more, I, I think the longer you get into, the longer you're in shooting, the more you realize what you like versus what you don't like or what, just just what sort of fits you better. And it takes a long time. Like, it's taken me like seven years, eight years to find certain things and I'm like, man, I really like this about this gun. I really like this about this gun. Right. I'm just laughing because Al Chervik says, Babyface, please, enough already. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably had enough. Uh, he's probably nobody had wants enough. to talk about the Gen 5. He's probably had enough Gen 5. Yeah, no one wants Gen 5 talk. I still have one here in the safe. So, so okay, so Same overview, again. I don't so, think it's a big deal. A bunch of people complain about the finger grooves. I, I have small hands, so the finger grooves have always fit me well. So I don't think that's a big deal. Um, mm. And I'm not a lefty, so the Ambi slide release isn't a big deal. It's really yeah. what it comes down to. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys brought that up because I have a lot of people that ask me about, hey, Tyvon, you know, what's the best handgun or what should I do or what should I get? My advice to them is, is go down to your local gun shop, find the gun shop that has an indoor range where you can pay like $100 a year and shoot it. And they have about 30 different kind of guns that you can get. You buy your ammo and you can go in and test fire each individual one. Find out which one fits you better, one you're more comfortable with, and one that you feel that you can either carry with or keep in a drawer or under the mattress. You know, shoot that weapon. Be comfortable with that weapon. If it doesn't feel right or you just can't hit the broadside of a barn with a three fifty seven revolver, yeah, go over to a 9 millimeter. <laughs> yeah, get what uh, – I think that is good advice, Tyvin. People should get whatever works for them. And like yeah. Babyface was trying to say is that as you do – as time goes on and you do this, what works for you changes. It does, and it's weird. Yes, you grow into it. When I when I first got my Glock, I was like, this is it. This is my end-all, be-all. I love this thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just now that I, I – I don't know why, but I'm yeah. – I'm, Now you're becoming a, you're becoming a Smith & Wesson guy. I, um, but lots but of guys are. You're not the only one. I don't like the originals, and I've said that before. I think the grips on the originals, MMPs, I don't like them. And I tried shooting a couple MMPs back a couple years ago, and I couldn't hit shit with those things. Like, I could not hit – I was shooting almost off the paper with them. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, this one just works. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You know, like we said, I, and I'm probably not going to stick on it too long just because we've yeah, been. Yeah, everybody's you know, tired I'm, of the. I'm sure just, people are tired you know, of hearing. Me, guys, I haven't been on the thing and I haven't been on this yeah. channel in like two weeks. Yeah. Hey, just go buy a Beretta <laughs> and call it a day and you'll oh, be just boy. fine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see that. What are you showing? Is that your Beretta? That's my, that's my Beretta. Yeah, there you go. M980. Good looking gun. Yeah, you're getting that from the Army guy. Go get the Beretta. But that is a nice gun. <laughs> that is a nice gun. That's the one I've got. Is that the A1 or A2? It's an A3. Oh, I uh, haven't seen those ones. A3 comes factory threaded with a bar- uh, threaded barrel, night sights, and the Vertec grip. So it's not the big fat grip. Because I got the polymer, polymer lower also? 
No, it's a uh, oh, it's still aluminum lower. It's a um, uh, it's not Cerakote. It's like a, a electrolysis finish on it. Okay, that's the uh, biggest thing that I've got with everybody in the military contracts and stuff. Don't ever give the military a polymer lower. It, if something would happen that that frame would crack or something, I can go over to support. There's a guy over there that knows how to weld or TIG weld or can work with, you know, different type of metals. He can tack it real quick. I can grind it down and keep going because the Army doesn't stockpile extra parts for stuff like that. And if something happened, that lower would melt or dent or you drop it and it cracks and breaks. I'm not, a fan, I'm not a fan of the polymers, dude, at all. Carrying cops, I mean, carrying Glocks since the 80s and they swear by them. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Tim from the Military Arms Channel, he had a 38 that was just like that nine that he made a video of it. I'm actually looking for that one. Yeah, I'm trying. A 380 to, uh, or 38? I think it was 38. Probably 380. Yeah. 380. Um, Thank you. I'm not Thank sure you, who's yes. uh, giving this information to us. I guess there's a story in uh, Texas with a guy that's like defending his property with a shotgun or something like that. Um, I don't know if really? the video's on YouTube. Uh, so uh, here's okay, it looks like Lawrence, Lawrence is giving us that story. So we've I've got to pull it up and take a look at it and see what's. While going you pull up. it up, I got a question for you because sure. uh, this is one that I kind of would piss me off. <laughs> I was in their situation. Uh, have you seen the the, the couple of things about the news or the news agencies going into? Um, like shelters and trying to interview people. And how, oh yeah, CNN. How people just like get the fuck out of here. Like we're just trying to survive. <laughs> it was CNN. She was uh, interviewing the uh, the one lady and her kid. She's like, well, "Why are you interviewing?" Yes, we're hurting. Yes, we're homeless. Yes, we're hungry. Yes, yeah, we need like, water. What you fucking still got your mic in my face for? And the lady's like, "Ooh." It so. I don't know. There's two parts to it. Yeah. Um, like one, one, I do feel if you don't keep something in front of people, they will forget about it very quickly. Humans tend to forget about things very, very quickly. So you, you do have to kind of keep people saying like, look, they, people need help. There's people that are homeless. We need water. We need food. We need, we need blood. We need whatever you can, can donate. Mm -hmm. But on the second side, a second hand of it, it's like, People are just trying to survive in a shelter. Leave them alone. They probably don't want to talk to you. Yeah. They're I supposed can... to ask you for your permission to be on camera. Yeah. And I'll bet you $5 that lady will have a lawsuit on CNN. Who knows? Well, regardless of whether they ask you for permission and all of that, I mean, I think the big subject here is, you know, why does the media do that? So if they're going to cover the story, you can go in there and go, hey, um, you know, there's this horrible flood. People are displaced. Or why the need to like show people, you know, like money, because do you really think someone who ran out of their home and everything was flooded and they can only take their children with them and they had to walk through waist high uh, water with snakes and you know, alligators. alligators. And, yeah. And all alligators. Yeah. And now they're in a, you know, now they're in a shelter somewhere where they're going to be sleeping on cots next to who, you know, yeah, like, I, a, like a couple thousand other people. I don't, I don't want to talk to you. you. I don't want to no. be. A, yeah. Yeah. Come talk to me when I win the lottery. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. I mean, you know, th this it's not I, I get I, I totally understand why the woman was mad. 
And if you look at that video, she was mad. And they, it's like they still were holding the uh, microphone up to her face and all of that. But this is what they've been doing for a long time. And um, it's just kind of the practice. I guess it pulls on people's heartstrings or conversely, yeah. maybe we feel better to see other people suffering or something. Right. And, and it's just one of these things that CNN and all these other guys are doing just to, uh, you know, just to control your eyeballs. <laughs> Drama, disarray, confusion is the key to views and cash. You rarely ever hear of a good story about somebody doing something good on the news. It doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. you want death and death and decay. That's what they want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's a terrible thing. And I think that, yeah, why do people, you know, do you want to see that? Do you want to, you know, do you want to be famous? Maybe some people do, but I don't think anyone wants to be famous for that and mm -hmm. and really have that out there. But I just don't think that these people Ooh. care, man. I got another one for you. You know, you ready for uh, this? Yeah. Magnum Research releases case hardened Desert Eagle. That looks freaking cool. <laughs> Hold on. Magnum Research. Where is that? Just look, just Google case here. I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll put it in the chat, man. Yeah. Put it in the chat. So here, I found this video. I guess it's on Personal Defense World. It says, uh, shotgun wielding man wards off Hurricane Harvey looters. A new video of a shotgun wielding Houston resident doing his best to ward off looters in the neighborhood in the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey has been making the rounds. So there's a clip. Um, the In the video, he identifies himself as a for, former law enforcement officer. He's shown yelling at multiple looters trying to steal from the local strip center. That's the, that's the I'm worst I'm surprised none of the banks have gotten hit yet. There's no power. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really sure. You know, I mean, I get it. I understand what he's, you know, that's a whole, I don't know what people think about that. I don't know if we have time to actually dig into the story here. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. He's prior law enforcement. Yeah. He's got the right to sit in a foot of water. Because, <laughs> because you say you're prior law enforcement doesn't mean anything. And the operative word is prior. And the other thing is, even if even if you have a store there and all of that, uh, you know, I, you know, I guess maybe you might not have insurance or whatever, but you might have more important things to do than to stop looters, to be honest with you. Hey, that's what stopped all those people out in California when those guys quarantined off that street when all the riots was going on. They were all up on top of the roof with yeah. their guns. He's like, look, go ahead. Try it, dude. We're no, defending I, ourselves. They're called the, the roof Koreans. I don't know if you've ever. Yeah. Heard yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that sometimes you have to prioritize. And if Every that's your whole life right there and you think that's worth it to get out there and do it, then, hey, do it. You know, Every, this is all uh, we got. Every zombie squad needs a good roof Korean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just think that sometimes we have to think like, um, you know, what's the priorities here? Now, the, tr the truth of the matter is there may be people that have, uh, you know, they have inventory and stuff like that, that it's not insured and all that. And you do have the right to defend your property. I, I think but. I think we can all agree on uh, screw those people, the looters. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, no, wait a minute. There's a difference. If you're going into a store to get food. Hey, I don't got a problem with you scavenging to survive, but if that's you're going in and getting a 60 inch TV, yeah. that's looting. I think most yeah. of the people are, are going for that. Also, what the hell is that going to do for you in the middle of a flood? I, I wondered that myself. I was like, so you sit in the, the back with a generator and play Call of Duty. Most of the inventory in yeah. that store is probably flooded out. No good anyways. Yeah. Like, if, I think like Tyvon said, if you're trying to get like, you know, um, 
you know, flotation devices and things like that, you know, inflatable vests or something, which we should probably, if you live someplace that floods, you should probably have a bunch of these around. If you're trying to get a boat or something out of there, if you're trying to get food or whatever out of there, lots of people had to walk away from their homes with nothing. Yeah, and just left everything. Yeah, because, you you know, driving, everything. Yeah, driving in those situations just puts your life in a deeper risk. So either you get the hell out of there before that happens, where you can load up your vehicle, put all your, you know, as much of your stuff as you could take with you, you know, so it's complicated. I don't really know without looking at the video and, and seeing what he said. So it's kind of tough to look at the video while we're here on yeah, air. That's yeah, you guys can probably tell us what you, what you got out of that. Um, yeah. So the guy, uh, Lola showing me, the guy says, I'm protecting the community where I live. I grew up in this area. I'm form, former law enforcement officer. So I understand what the law says. If you're looting, you're stealing. It's a violation of Texas and federal law in the time of a catastrophe. And then yep, he's saying the thing with price gouging. Yeah. yeah. And then and he says the Constitution says you have the right to bear arms. Absolutely. Yeah. You should. You know, we do have the right to bear arms. So and you have ahead, and you my have, friend. You have, the right to you, you have the right to protect your prop property and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, just still use your head. And decide, well, see, and, Texas and has to... the after dark laws, too. Uh, that sign says no trespassing after dark. Somebody's on your property. You have the right to shoot and kill without no questions. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you, my first priority in any kind of situation like this is going to be to defend my home and my family if that's where I'm at. So all the like, so if I have a store or whatever, I have other material possessions somewhere else, who gives a shit about that? Yeah, that's really not that important to me. But my home, my family, the stuff that that we're going to need to survive and all that. Hell, yeah, I'm defending that to the mm -hmm. to the bitter end. So but I'm not I'm not knocking the guy. All right, Hank. Now get back to your question that I asked you last week. What was the two weapons that you would carry in case something happened? What did the guy have? I picked a twenty-two and a shotgun. <laughs> you picked a nine, or you picked a pistol, an AR, and a different one. I can't remember what the third one was. But um, I asked you that question. But but what do you hear everybody having down in Houston right now? Shotguns. shotguns yeah shotgun nothing wrong with a shotgun everything we've got multiple shotguns i think everyone's got shotguns right yeah yeah no uh, Maybe Dave, are you in georgia no i'm in florida i'm right next to right near uh hank do, you, do yeah. you guys have that state law down there like georgia does if you become a homeowner you have to own a shotgun <laughs> no i wish no. it'd be funny i didn't even know about that <laughs> <laughs> my brother was telling me about that a few years back that it's part of uh the law or whatever if you buy a house in georgia you must have a shotgun i, I don't know if that's true or not but i was that's why i was asking that might be an urban myth <laughs> yeah that might be one of those <laughs> but, but if someone's in georgia you could definitely tell us yeah put it in the not. comments guys put in their hashtag hank and yeah. say yes or no to the shotguns please yeah, uh, Boss Hog says uh, we had people um, acting as FEMA and robbing people. I'm sure you oh, had people that is disgusting. Yeah, impersonating police officers. You're going to get all that kind of craziness going on. People. Um, wow. Yeah, this is what happens in these situations, unfortunately, you know, and anywhere that you live, anything can happen, man. And this is the reason why it's important. We should all be preppers to some extent, you know, obviously, if you could like anything, you could take it too far. This is the time of year to prepare for, I mean, prepare for hurricanes. It's not, yeah, you always see like the show, uh, 
it's it? it not like discovery channel with like the crazy preppers or whatever. And they're always preparing for like the end of the world. Yeah. They prepare for 10 years. You should yeah. only have about maybe three to four weeks worth of food in your pantry. Cause most grocery stores only carry three days supply from their distribution centers. And I know that for a fact, cause I'm a truck driver and I haul all that stuff. Yeah. Realistically right now. Yeah. I, you're never going to see in our lifetimes, we're never going to see a world ending sort of catastrophe, but hurricanes proof is in the pudding. Hurricanes happen and they, I mean, they're devastating. Yeah, they can be. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, we've been, in, we, we've lived through a couple of uh, category fives when we lived in West Palm beach. Yeah. They're, they're rough. So, yeah. You know, yep. it's not, it's not fun, not fun at all, but there's a whole bunch of things that could happen to you personal, things that could happen, your own personal apocalypse or emergency situations that could go down, as well as the whole big things that cut off water, food, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's See, That's, um, that's what's know, being missed in today's youth today is because the grandparents and the parents are not teaching the kids and people today how to can food. The basic thing of prep, food prep is canning. If something like this would happen, you've got you know canned food right there people don't do that stuff stuff we don't know how to do i agree with you on the canned food but there's a lot of stuff we don't know how to do we don't know how to hunt (laughs) you know there's lots of things uh we don't people don't even know how to cook (laughs) yeah exactly yeah you know so there's lots of things out there that they don't teach anymore because they're just uh focusing on the brainwashing taco bell's right down the street it's already fixed all i gotta do is go pick it up Uh, i've gotten i so i i will admit i've gotten really bad about uh, about cooking. Honestly, I, I used to really enjoy it. And I've my I don't know if, if, what the reason is, but I have gotten really bad about sitting down and making a meal. It's yeah. just so much easier to be like, oh, we'll, go, we'll go pick up Panera tonight or, Oh, we'll go do this. Well, because that. the food, the, the, one of the things is if you think about it, like maybe 20 years ago, fast food really wasn't that the best, the most awesome fast food. I can remember if you go back, it's like the 80s when I was a kid. The most awesome fast food. If you found a good Chinese restaurant, that might be cool. Yeah. But mostly it was pizza. But I grew up in New York, so pizza yeah. was actually good. Here in Florida, <laughs> most pizza is crap. You know, but that that was the thing. Like, you know, I could survive off of pizza when I was younger. But nowadays you have, um, as you can tell, I was skinnier, though, when I was younger. I was real skinny. But um, nowadays there's like lots of good food options. So I think that's one of the. You know, there's all these places that are offering stuff. It's too easy, too convenient. You can go yeah. to you can go to sit down restaurants. You can order something, go there, pick it up, and then go back home. Yeah, Grubhub. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, too then, easy now. Yeah, it it really has become it, and I I need to get better about it. That's something that I need I've, to keep working on. <laughs> I've used that being out here because I run terminal to terminal, and if there's not a Pizza Hut or a Domino's or whatever, I'll get on Grubhub, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what I want. Well, Guy shows okay. up right there at the front gate, dude, and he's got my Bur- Burger King or McDonald's or whatever. Or if I find like a, I'll Google restaurant, my local restaurants on Google Maps. I'll call them and say, hey, this is it. I pay for it uh-huh. over the phone. I connect Grubhub. They go get it and they bring it here and I give the guy five, ten bucks for delivering yeah. it. So Ivan, um, you can't see the um, the chat, so I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. There yeah, is a there is a woman. I'm saying it's a woman because I could see a picture of an attractive woman whose name is Cherry Wine, and she says she's your wife, and you are past due 
your nighttime phone call, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jay Wine is my wife. Hi, lovey. Kissy huggies. I sent her a text message. I said, I was on the podcast. I'll call you in a couple minutes. Yeah. I love you, so, baby. Speaking of speaking of uh, food and domestic situations, you are about to receive your own domestic apocalypse. <laughs> it's just got to I love her. She's one of the most story. outstanding women in the world, man. I couldn't ask for a better lady to be married to. Uh, we just we do everything together, man. When when your wife when your wife has to come looking for you in the, <laughs> the podcast, that moment. But she's cool. Yeah, she seems cool. That's really nice. So shout out to yeah. her. Our apologies. It's all our fault. He's out here hanging out with us, but we will return him to you. Also, I want to shout out Forged in Freedom, Forged from Freedom. Excuse me. They just uh, they just donated like they just paid twenty bucks to us in the chat. And they, they say, uh, thank you, Hank Strange, for helping us raise funds for the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund via our T-shirt sale. So let me just let you guys know that um, Forge from Freedom has a T-shirt that they're selling. If you go to ForgeFromFreedom.com, it's for uh, the folks in Texas. 100% of the money goes to the uh, disaster relief, relief over there in Houston. Um, I don't know if we have that in the description right now, but Lola could put it in there. Just go to forgefromfreedom.com. You're going to see a T-shirt. It has big Texas map on it. I like it. Unsinkable. That is, that is cool. Yeah, it's a very cool shirt. And all of the money is going to help those folks over there. So that's a good thing. Um, and, you know, I know in this day and age, there's lots of companies. There's lots of people out there. I shouldn't say uh, companies. And it's called the Unbreakable T-shirt, but there's lots of people pulling scams. We actually know Forge from Freedom. They're going to be doing my T-shirts. I don't know. I think I have like an. Ex- where's the Where's the T-shirts, woman? <laughs> yeah, I need a free T-shirt. Oh no, these you, you're going to have to buy these. Oh okay. <laughs> well, see, I'm not making them. I don't have a bunch of them here. What we're doing is like we got together and designed them and then Forge from Freedom is going to sell them. They're just going to host them. I, got, the I, I yeah. got a T-shirt idea for you. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do limited runs, so we're not going to have them for a long time. It's kind of a way to support the channel because we have to do all of that nowadays. I need a T-shirt that says hashtag Hank. He's my friend. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, what, what are you looking for? The key. Car keys. Oh, car keys. Okay. So, hey, yeah, by the way, what's the gun of the day? By the way, you haven't put, picked up anything yet. Oh, yeah, I did. I was showing up. I was showing a G five. Oh, that was a nine. What else do you guys want? What do you that want? Don't okay. Count. That was yesterday's podcast. Bring me, uh, bring me that, bring me that bullpup out of the safe. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, um, oh, hey, sure. Or, uh, it's, Walter's it's here. Harvard. Yeah, Walter's trying to come on. It looks like Walter is like driving around in the car. Is, oh, he's mobile. Is he in a Humvee? He's in some kind of truck. It's he's in a suburban. No, that's not a suburban. Yeah, that's not a suburban. That's some kind of uh, military vehicle. Yeah, Walter is a big fan of military vehicles. Yeah, a military vehicle. I'm at home. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's cool. I guess Peggy's controlling the camera. Peggy, can we see? <laughs> can we see the vehicles? You got to look at the vehicle. It's either a Hummer. It's or loud. Or... Lock, lock him in. Lock him in, Hank. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, look at that. That's a Humvee. Oh, and we oh, lost him. They'll be back. Oh, he lost yeah. signal. So Walter was live from the Humvee. <laughs> okay, you guys want to see? One day I'll get one. Yeah, you guys want to see uh, something? Look, there you what go. Is- Check oh yeah! Check that out. You want to see a gun? Okay, so here we go. I want to remind everyone that's watching this video right now: click the thumbs up, click like this video, share, 
please share with your family and friends on social media, you know, so we can get the views, of course, and, uh, you know, make sure you subscribe. So this is a Caltech RDB and it has, um, I think this is a uh, Surefire SOCOM Mini. Should, should I talk about my RFB? Um, or, oh yeah, this is a RDB. Uh, you, are, you can talk about it in a second here. Um, and then we've got the HollowSun uh, Micro, no, the HollowSun ACSS Reticle with a magnifier and all that. We have a video of Babyface and I shooting this. Whole I think it's awesome. I want one. Put the camera down to sight. Put the camera down to sight. I want to see it down to sight. Okay. Turn, turn it around. Oh, Put it the other oh, this way. way. This way. Okay, hold, here we go. Hard. Yeah, yeah, drop that magnifier. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Hold on. There you Let's see. I don't know if you can. It's on, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if we're going to be able to actually get it. I doubt it. It's hard to see like that. So there we go. We can show that. And I'm getting messages from my brother, Anonymous Strange. Anonymous Strange. I had a question about this. It's anonymous. I was going to say, is it is it anonymous or anonymous? No, it's anonymous. Anonymous Strange. Anonymous. I've always been curious. Yeah. Uh, so Anonymous Strange says Apayo was convicted, then Trump pardoned him. Okay. I guess he didn't oh, like, they didn't okay. come to actually like, um, they didn't Sentin- come to actually. Yeah. They never got to sentencing. They just got to the conviction. Yeah. I right. thought it was prior to everything from what I heard on the news. They didn't, they weren't even just getting the lawyers involved. Yeah. So um, Lola, just remind me, I'll do, I'll try to like uh, remind everyone of the Forge from Freedom um shirt the unsinkable shirt that they have going on but lola just brought this in so you guys could see this i'll lock this again so you guys could see it we don't have everything set up so you can't buy these yet but that's what it's going to look like (laughs) (laughs) so that's what the t-shirt's going to look like there you go and it's going to be um it's going to be on forge from freedom soon i don't know when it's not it's not ready for purchase right now so everyone watching this is getting like a little sneak peek I, I wear a large. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So what you can do is you go to Forge from Freedom. Okay. And then you put in your size. Link in the description. You put no, it's not set up yet. So that that's oh, okay. like a real. That's like a little sneak peek. I probably should have shown that to the to my Patreon peeps first, but since you guys decided to uh, ask that question, I so anybody question. on Patreon that donates over a hundred dollars, they get a free T-shirt. Um. Okay, and now I'm gonna mute Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure Lola, Lola, and I will come up with something like that. But basically, this is like uh, Forge from Freedom is gonna manufacture. So you can actually you can go there, you can order the shirts and everything. They will make them whatever size you are. If you're like triple, quadruple, extra large, or that's me. Yeah, whatever your size is, you can order them. Then they ship it to you and everything. So it just makes it a lot easier. And then that helps support the channel. But I'm sure we will do some things. We will do some different things. And we're going to do like limited runs. So I'm probably, um, when I put that one up, I'm not going to put it up for forever. I'm going to put it up for a certain time, then take it down. But it's not officially up yet. So, Are you going to have hats with mohawks too? So we can buy one of those? Oh, man. That would be awesome. They, I've got to find a place that could do that. So. What we should do is... I would is, totally rock it. You know, there's so many hats that have the uh, that have the Velcro right here. We should just make... Somebody should just make a mohawk that attaches to the Velcro. Yeah, I've seen motorcycle hem- helmets. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you need one for a hat now. Yeah, but, uh, you know... Somebody out there, go patent that. 
I need I need something like that because I always hate when I'm doing like you see how I got my um, headset. Go trademark on. the hat. See how that see how that messes up my mohawk. <laughs> the headsets. You That's need so you need to put a spacer right there. You need yeah. There you go. Or I can get like a little put a little piece of hair right here on my on my, <laughs> on my headset. <laughs> so it doesn't look like my because then when I take it off, it, you get like, a line permanently. Mohawk, man. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, that always gets on my nerves. You need some, you need some in ears. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the tactical. Here's, here's what you need. Here's what you need. You ready? Oh boy. In ear monitor. What? Oh, that's the in ear thing. In ear oh. monitors, like uh, like you see on stage performers. Who? Okay. Well, you can just use what I got, but you don't have no headset at all. Is that for shooting, babyface? Uh, no, these are actually my like high end. These are from uh, Sleek Audio. Uh, these are my high-end headphones I got years ago. Custom in-ear monitors, they they like fit my ears. They I had to go to like the audiologist and have the guy take like a mold of my ears. Oh, cool. And then, and then they took the molds and made headphones out of them. Yeah. Cool. I think you can get AirPro like that too. Yeah. Big, yeah. I actually Yeah. They were expensive. Yeah. I'll I'll yeah. say. That was something big I merged one year and but yeah, yeah, I actually have uh this was one of my Christmas presents this year was um Shooters World in Tampa was doing it's like thirty five dollars for the gift certificate. Mm-hmm. And you can go and get uh, custom earplugs made. So yeah. I think Mom got me this for Christmas, yeah. which is pretty awesome. I need to go get this done sometime. Yeah, Lolo wants me to show this again. Uh, <laughs> if you want this setup, if you want the setup that's on here, there's codes for the <laughs> magnifier in the description from Primary Arm. <laughs> Just got to, you know, got to remind folks of that. It is an affiliate link, so it helps us out. But if you do it, you can get your uh, your mount or your scope rings or whatever it is that goes along with those things. You can get that. You can get it. You can get the mount or the scope ring. Go, go get the mount. The it's a free, free mount. Go get a mount. Yeah, get it free. Plus your shipping. Okay, is that Big Daddy guns or is that yours? Um, that belongs to Big Daddy. Yeah. How much is it? You got you pimp his, um, pimp his guns? Um, well, There's, yeah, Big, Big Daddy them. guns, they sell, they, you know, obviously they sell guns, but that belongs to Big Daddy. They don't, um, oh, getting the RDB, yeah, getting the RDBs, getting RDBs is still not easy. So he bought that. Um, I think he's told me he bought that off gun broker. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not, I think some stores are getting RDBs in. I've seen that last time we were talking about this, someone gave us a link that there's a store that has a bunch of them used. And Wait, uh, I'm not sure if you bought this RDBs? new. Yes. How someone, the f- gave, someone gave us a link from that, and it's in whatever video when we did that. I need to see that right now, Hank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you know where that you know where that link that where that thing is is in the video that you and I did with the RDB. There's someone in there saying, "Oh, I saw this at this store, and they had a bunch of used ones." How the so, hell do they have used ones already? People have bought them and sold them for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I'm not to, to me. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have sold it or anything like that. I mean, no, I would keep. But them. you know, I mean, I'm a bullpup guy, so I collect those. Is it is it the video where we shot the RDB? Yes, it's the video oh, of me and you shooting it. You can see there's a conversation with me and the guy, and I can't remember. I might have put the link. Mm-hmm. I might have put that link for what he's talking about in the yeah. description, just Ooh, because okay. there was a bunch of people asking me at the time. Mm-hmm. So, did you want to talk about what you did to my RFB? Did you oh, want to talk God. about that? Your bring RFB? That up? Excuse me? Who's RFB? Yeah. It's my RFB I, I don't think that I, I sold to you. So, look, if I sell you a gun, it's still it's, mine. It's my gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what happened? What happened? I took, it, I took it out shooting last week and blew it up. 
Yeah. What? So let, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> let me explain this to people out there so people don't get this twisted. No, it's okay. my fault. I'm pretty sure. No, let me ex- first of all, let's do the backstory here. So I had I had two RFBs. I had a Hunter version, which I bought a long time ago before I even I think it was my first video I ever did on YouTube, the 24 inch. And then um, and then I wound up buying a um, an 18 inch one from a store and it actually didn't even have firing pins. It didn't even work. There was a whole bunch of stuff wrong with it. And um, one of my friends at work said uh, Caltech was like, OK, well, you know, we'll get it working for you. But then they also made it specially green because they asked me. Like if there's anything I wanted to change on it cosmetically. So I was like, you know what? I'd like to have OD green RDB. So they made it green, which is, you know, you don't see that all the time. It is out there. There are different colors. It's pretty rare. Yeah, but it's I think cool. that's the next trending color for Cerakote uh, and stuff. Everybody's trying to go OD green. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I had it for a while, and then I think I needed money to buy something for the channel because, you know, we have to sell guns and stuff like that. But so Babyface volunteered oh, – yeah to adopt my RFB, you and know, we still get to shoot it a lot for a monetary exchange so that we can buy stuff. And he said, you know what, Hank, I will, I will always have this RFB. I will take care of it and treat it like a little baby. You know, I won't do anything to it. And I blew it up. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes and blows it up. Now, how did you wind up blowing it up? baby? So, yeah, okay, I was going to so say, how'd you blow it up? Define yeah, so blowing it up. Blowing it up is, is a bad description. I broke the butt stock on it. So if you, if you ever, look at rfb um the metal do you have pictures do you have pictures of what you did because you didn't broke it you didn't break it a little bit where's the picture it wasn't terrible i put it back together it just can you show it (laughs) won't work anymore after i put it back together this is a it is back operational right now though right it's in the hands of caltech i sent it to get it fixed yeah um let's pull up the pictures of this of what you did that you just phone screen to a that you slightly bro- I'll lock it on you Let's so that see. you can show it. Can you see that? There you go. Yeah. Does that look slightly broken to you? <laughs> lock him on, Hank. There you go. Yeah, I locked him in. Does that look slightly broken? <laughs> There's that. And then uh, it looks oh, like you threw out the whole back end of it. Yeah, yeah here's exactly. What'd you do? Butthead a dead zombie on the ground or something? So I think it was my fault. I um, put the suppressor on it. And I left it at the middle of the suppressed setting instead of turning it wide, the gas setting wide open. And uh, I don't know if we were shooting, shooting some hot ammo or something, but it, it popped the yeah. back right off. Yeah. So you go to shoot an RFB. I was really, I was really mad too, because yeah. I had that day that I went to the range, I had six rounds left of 30 out six. So I took my 1903 and then I was like, well, I have a whole box of, of M80 ball. I'll take the, the Keltec as well, and, you know, I'll make a day out Which, of it. Which, you're talking about some 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 uh, M80 ball that I gave you, and I told you don't shoot it, it in the RFB. No, no. <laughs> it, that ammo is perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I'm it pretty sure I told you guns. when I gave you that ammo, do not shoot this in the RFB. It, did I say RFB that or not? It was fine. We didn't have a problem until I put the suppressor on it and probably right. overgassed it. So on a 308 which has like 60 clicks for the gas adjustment on it. You put on a suppressor and you don't, you don't do yeah, anything. I didn't, I forgot to adjust it. I'm so yeah. used to putting that suppressor on my, my, like uh, my AR and just dealing with it with the gas in the face. that so I didn't even think about adjusting the gas setting on it. So I think I overgassed. How it. many rounds did you shoot before you blew, blew the back out? Six. Well, oh. not even that many. 
on the sixth round? It was like the sixth round, yeah. Fifth. Okay, so when it when this when that happened, how did you get video of this, by the way? No, no, it's my mistake. Okay, that's it. You're fired. You're fired. Oh, you want me to do video every look, time here I goes, the here goes, Look, here goes the Trump rooster. You're fired. And why All don't right. I have one of those yet? <laughs> They're over here in the studio. I'll get you one. <laughs> I need one. Yeah. Look, look, baby face, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, how could you? How could you not? Why were you not recording video? So, so does it, 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 you want me to record every time I go to the range? Just set up yes. a camera. Yes. Static in case you know something happens. Yes. Patrick, you know the rules. This is a thing that I have this conversation with Patrick all the time because Patrick likes coming over and shooting with me. He does not like the video making part. <laughs> you know, he's like, I don't understand why we have to roll the camera every time we shoot. And I'm like, Patrick, because this is what we do. <laughs> so you went shooting on your own. You didn't roll. You didn't roll on this. No yeah. video. I was just at the range tinkering around. Okay. And I think I overgassed it. And it, it, so the way that the buttstock is held in uh, to the metal cheek rail uh, mm-hmm. is three little tabs. So the cheek rail is a folded piece of like, uh, I don't know, steel. I can't remember. It's like 12 mil steel or whatever. It's or 12 gauge steel, something like that, rolled over. Um, and then the buttstock fits onto it and it has uh, three little tabs, one in the top and two in the sides that basically hold it. And and that's what takes all the recoil is those two little tabs or those three. How old tabs. is that gun? Pretty old. That's the other thing. Yeah, it's, um, no warranty. Um, no, um, no. Well, let's let's say this here. First of all, there's a couple things. Um, you know, Keltec reinforces everything by your face, so that probably helped you out. Because <laughs> everything where your face would be, Keltec reinforces on these guns. Yeah, right? yeah there's, they there's, do. So that's why the back blew out, and that's what's supposed to happen in a situation when a knucklehead. You know, has to he basically the basically, wrong setting on the gas adjustment. Basically, the uh, it wasn't a cartridge failure. It wasn't an explosion. It wasn't anything like that. It just it just beat itself apart. Yeah, was I it a pop or was it a loud explosion when it? Popped? No, it just it just kicked really hard, and I was like, "Damn, that hurt!" And I looked down, and the back had been had popped off. Yeah, so, so and, and that's it probably had bent the steel cheek well. So the yeah. steel cheek piece, the, where the little tabs went in, it had bent those. Yeah, and that's it probably like the best. Yeah, that's so probably it didn't the hurt the chamber, about. your head space and timing no, or anything. I pulled that apart when I was there and I checked all of it and I pissed myself off because as so when I go to the range, I take my watch off and sit on the side. As I went to go up into it and pull some pieces out, one of the pieces fell off and broke the crown of or broke the crystal of on my watch. So of your like, of of what watch? My Apple Watch. So <laughs> yeah, I, it was the worst day. Do you? If you guys remember, there was a day when Babyface. I think I said we can't have Babyface on because he just messed up a gun and he's yeah. not in a good mood. Oh, <laughs> I was mad. Yeah, so that's what happened. But um, the thing is, is that um, I think Caltech's going to take care of it for you. I they've already closed out. I sent it to Caltech late last week or early this mm-hmm. week, and they've already closed out the ticket, so it may be coming back. I don't know. Yeah, but um, it's it's not the gun's fault, and it's the gun yeah. worked like it was supposed to. I just I was <laughs> neglectful. Yeah, <laughs> good deal. And so they're taking care of you, no. then. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Caltech's an awesome company. I know a lot of people shit on them, but. I've heard good things about their customer service. I've always well, heard great things. You know, I mean, I say things, obviously, I don't know if people know this, but Caltech doesn't like me right now. <laughs> they're, they're not very happy with me, but I do have friends that work there and everything. And the truth of the matter is, yeah, when it comes to um, situations like this, Caltech mostly looks out for people and, you know, they they stand behind their guns and all that kind of stuff. There, There's guns, you know, we can go into a whole long conversation. There's some guns I don't like that they make or have some issues with. There's guns that I do like. 
and all that kind of stuff. Like, obviously, I like the RDB. I like the RFB for that matter. But, you know, that's one of the good things about it. You run into something, you'll send it to them. They'll, you know, look out for you and send it back. Um, yeah. Customer being, service is key to a gun factory. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's this is an area where we can't knock them. No. But, you know, that doesn't mean that Babyface did it like uh, start texting me. <laughs> I texted him. I was like, I just blew up the RFP. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, shout out to I've got, you know, I've got some friends over there that I communicated with. So shout out to those guys. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. So, Mr. Sumgun says, you're lucky uh, we could be calling you Pizza Face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. That's what that tactical beard is there for. <laughs> it's, to, it's to hide hey. all. Yeah. You're lucky you didn't take off a piece of your ear or take a chunk out of your cheek or something. You know, all seriousness, that could have hurt you. That yeah, could have, yeah. And when yeah. you're going to shoot suppressed, even even a two two three, you should really think about what you're going to do when you're putting a suppressor on, on the gun. Hey, run a mono block barrel and you'll never have any of those problems. <laughs> yeah, you know, do think about what you're doing. Um, and that gun is like, you know, it has a lot of clicks. What is it? Is it like 60 clicks on the... The new Gen 2, yeah, of the gas system is a ton. They used to have like four settings. Now they're up to, yeah, like 60 settings. Yeah. And did you did you even like waste your time reading the instructions on what you're supposed to do? No, I did. And I, I actually, yeah. after after I it self-destructed on me, I was like... After so, you read the instructions. Well, no, no, I've read those instructions before. But after uh-huh. it, it blew the back off, I was like... This is totally my fault because I did not go up and change those gas settings. Yeah, but it happens. It happens when you're when you're just like excited to go to the range and go shooting. But be careful out there, people, because let baby faces, you know, situation here be a lesson to you. Change, change your gas settings when you go. suppress. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. When you're when you're shooting suppressed, think about think about what you're doing, because you could you could get into stuff. And not every gun is rated to be shot suppressed. That that gun is. But, yeah. Um, not every gun. Was it full auto? Oh God, I wish. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. So you know what I think is cool. I mean, I don't know if that we have we've been totally ignoring people. I don't know if we've answered um, we've answered questions and stuff like that. Um, someone said uh, Joe Carpenter is saying Lawrence scared the hell out of me. I'm going to hide in my room. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so baby face, do you no, have, Lawrence uh, said he's part Spartan ahead, warrior and part Templar knight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what conversation those guys are having. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to dig into that conversation. You know what? Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry, I'll, I'll get uh, back to it later. No, I was going to say this, man. We have you. You're sitting in the cabin, the cockpit of a big truck. Can we get like a – can we see the? Can we see what's going on in the truck? Uh, yeah, I'll give around? you a little – can I'm actually in a spare truck. My truck's no, down. It's not okay. So there's the upper bunk. Okay. And then I didn't make my bed, so hey, hey yeah, no, no, yeah. no pass, no judgments. I see you got a camo bag on there. Oh wow, this thing is oh, like yeah, that's where I keep all my camera stuff in, my laptop and anything. Like if I want to go live out here on the big road, I keep everything in that. And then I've got a, my clothes bag, and then I keep all my maps. And then down here, I got my little cooler. That I keep out of my refrigerator. That way I don't have to reach for it while I'm driving. And I keep a little snack box. And then we've got my trash can. Okay, yeah. trash can. And then look at it. Let's see all the controls and everything that's in up, it. Up, up here on the dash, I've got my uh, pad right here that I listen to the radio or listen to the live streams or do whatever. And then we got our computer. 
Um, these trucks here are all, all automatics. We don't have the sticks anymore. Interesting. Uh, wow. So that okay. So yeah, they don't build. Um, they don't build the stick shifts anymore. With with uh, yeah, they still do, but our company's transferring all over to uh, all automatics. So, uh, is that for uh, fuel efficiency? Um, I think it's to keep drivers from dropping transmissions, drive shafts, and breaking out uh, rear ends. They're just they're trying different things to try to minimize the road expense. Okay, what kind of MPGs uh, do you get out of that thing? Um, anywhere between six and nine depends on how heavy I am. I came over tonight with twenty four thousand pounds, and I got right at seven seven. Wow. Okay. Fight, and that was fighting all the hills in Pennsylvania across I eighty. Oh, so, okay. But I'm in a, I'm in a spare truck. My truck's down right now. We got APU units on. So when we're sitting, we shut the big motor off and then the APUs will run auxiliary power, heat, AC, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, but you company I work for, we got spare trucks. Oh man. Okay. Do you have a, a bathroom in there? We're getting Walter, no. Walter's getting set up. Oh, there's no bath. Okay. I always no. thought these, those things had like little, not even like a little bucket right there, right? The bucket. Oh, they, that's, that's they, do, they do have that option that you can get bathrooms, refrigerators, sinks, you know, anything you can get in an RV, you can get in a big truck. It just depends on how deep your pockets are. Yeah. And from what I've heard, I've never used them, but like the truck, or the truck stops have like pretty much everything that you would need, right? They've got showers and uh, yeah. you can get massages. I don't know whether, <laughs> well, whether or not they come with happy endings. I don't know. Now the company I work for, we've got fuel islands at all of our terminals, and then um, we've got two terminals that's got uh, restaurants in them. But they've all got fuel and showers and anything we need. Only thing I have to do is stop use the bathroom, grab food, and I just keep going. Okay. Now I don't know whether or not you could talk about this. So if you cannot or it's not a good idea, don't answer it. But okay. um, we've got a question of what's your truck gun. Uh, I don't have truck guns. Uh, federal law prohibits me from carrying a uh, firearm in a truck. Unless you are hauling um, government secret stuff that that has to be armed guard or guarded. Um, and normally there'll be a uh, patrol car in front and a chaser car in the back when we haul sensitive stuff. And then I'll have a guy up here that's armed. But me personally, I can't carry a truck and or carry a firearm in a truck. Okay. I can't. I yeah, can't carry true. a knife over six inches either. Wow, that's crazy. So if you're carrying, because you could be carrying hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars worth of stuff, but if it's not for the government, you can't be armed. <laughs> well, like nuclear waste or specialized stuff, it just it depends on the freight and who the customer is. And depends on what what you're doing, where you're going. That requires armed services. That is a service that that we provide. So I mean, okay, pa um, Patrick, did you have a question? I know you got to go. No, so I'm signing you, off. I'm gonna trade off with Walter now that he's on. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. It's good seeing you. We yeah, need to go. Hey, dude. All right. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. See ya. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Babyface is out. Um, he's got some. Me? Am I here? Yeah. Yeah, but I do here. carry this. <laughs> I do carry this, uh, Hank. Okay. This this is a good uh, tool to carry. It's just a mag flashlight. So if something happens, you know, you can pull the batteries out and throw grenades at them. Or, you know, hopefully you can get a hit or just, you know, smack them once. 
Yeah. But that's that's about it. Yeah, what don't. I understand, the truckers can carry signaling devices, which is a flare pistol. True or false? Uh, I think it depends on what state you're at, like Alaska, you know, up in the northeast or northwest and stuff like that, in case you get stranded and need help or whatever. Um, I just think that depends on the state. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I never knew that. That's good. So, and then, and this has also something to do with crossing state lines and all that. Is that <laughs> I'm assuming, right? Because uh, you're going, you're going from state to state. Now, as far as far as uh, hauling firearms for a company, we can cross any state state line because it's a shipment. Mm-hmm. But it's different if you're hauling a weapon in your car and you cross state lines. Colorado's a, a big issue with personalized weapons in the, in the vehicles, but as far as big trucks, it's freight. Yeah. So um, Meredith Mayhem wants to know how much to haul a semi to Alaska from Florida. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. Four dollars a mile. Figure it out. Oh wow. Okay, four dollars a mile. Okay. My, Miami to Anchorage, Alaska, I think's forty three hundred mile. One way. $16,000. Yeah. Everyone's shouting out Walter. So let me just let you guys know that uh, uh, Walter is in the building. Walter Keller from Safety Harbor Firearms. You know, here's their patch that Walter just came up with. Yeah, cock-a-doodle-doo, just not any cock-a-doodle. Yeah, the Trump rooster. (laughs) There you go. How many of those things you give away, man? Um, I gave away some yesterday because folks were waiting for uh, Patrick are from the firearm blog because you know he came, he came on a little bit late so we had folks hanging out there for like over yeah. an hour so the the guys who were hanging out with us early i think we i don't know how many it was okay well Maybe. you know we, we sent some you know lola says yeah. she might need some more so i think you guys were yeah. handing them out like water or something you know yeah jackson oldman says that the thing when you were talking about the flashlight is a tactical slingshot <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I think people uh, like, Lawrence, people like the Starwick said I was in like in the Stargate or something, but I, yeah, I was with my military vehicle friend. So it is kind of like a Stargate. Yeah. What oh. were you driving? Well, we saw it and you lost signal. What was you in? Oh, I was in my Humvee. Yeah. Uh, the original, the original yeah, Humvee yeah. or like an military H2 or H3? Military surplus. Yeah. It's, it's loud. Okay. It's noisy. You can't hear nothing when you're driving it. So. Yeah. I figured well, that was the muffler Humvee. on it. <laughs> no, he's not changing anything. It ain't about the muffler. <laughs> yeah. Walter is like an original kind of dude. I've tried to get him to do stuff to that um, Humvee and, and not even the Humvee. I'm trying to get him to do stuff to his Pinsgauer that he has. No, no. He doesn't no. even want to hear it. No, no, <laughs> See? no. Not, yeah, to replace the Pinsgauer is 25 grand now. So, no. Oh, wow. Are you keep- Go ahead. Are you going to keep your Hummer original? We'll buy another Humvee for five or six and and pimp it out, but not not the Pinsgauer, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, we should do we should do a Humvee project. I think that would be cool. I just talked to one of my military vehicle friends who bought a Humvee here in Florida recently, and they paid six thousand for it, which okay. is half half of what I paid. So yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, I see I saw on a Craigslist here locally in Gainesville a guy selling a Humvee, and he wants like eighty thousand or something. Well, he's, well, he's full, he's smoking crack, or yeah, it's an H uh, one. Even go to Iron Planet. You can buy military surplus vehicles all day long at auction. Yeah, that's yeah. where mine came from. So. Yeah, that's what Walter does. Are uh, you going to pimp that? How many out, uh, Walter? You going? Were you going to do anything specific with it, or what are you doing with it? Oh, just just driving every once in a while. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I collect military trucks too. So 
Um, yeah. Oh, get you one of the K5 Blazers from the Army, rip the cab and everything off of it, and then put the Hummer body down on it, and you can put a six-inch lift, and then transfer over the motor and everything out of the Hummer into that K5. It all bolts up. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. See, here's here's the problem, Tyvin. You're thinking like me. Oh, wait a minute. Now, now, Walter now, now is allergic to changing anything. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't I tell you I'm building a railroad? Oh, oh yes, that's true. You that's, did say listen, that. The listen other to this, day. Ivan. Six seventy one. Six seventy one Detroit diesel. Okay. I got one that I that I can do whatever I want with, and I'm gonna build me a rat rod with that six seventy one Detroit. Is it an older one, like mid eighties, early? So you got yeah. none of the computer stuff on it? No, no, it's old school, man. It's it's yeah. it's a raw dog. It gets. Yeah, it's gonna be an apocalypse vehicle. Um, so we're gonna make it all. We're gonna make it four by four, right? Four by four. So no. what what you do, Walter, is you get a deuce and a half, and then you right behind the motor, mm-hmm. about four inches back in the transmission, you cut the frame right there, you drop the frame down two and a half foot, so you have like a U. Right, right. And then you put the cab down in the lower section, and literally the top of the motor would be with your eyeballs, and you can have a dually rot rad deuce and a half. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, yeah. I, my friend, a friend of mine's got a uh, dime, an old diamond T cab, so we're gonna oh, okay. uh, we're gonna use a diamond T cab and maybe weld up a frame, and we'll see. It's it's a it's a work in progress. So yeah, we're just go to your local junkyard and get you an eighteen speed out of a big truck, put up behind that Detroit. You'll love that rat rod with an 18 speed, dude. I, I, I don't know how, how do you run an 18 speed? I don't have no idea. <laughs> Very carefully. Just remember, you don't use the first five gears and you don't have to use the top two unless you're running over 146 mile an hour. Well, that's just something to keep in mind. You know, that's like when you want to, yeah. that's when you want to go suicide to go 146. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I, I'm not going to acknowledge how fast I've been in a big truck, but triple digits with doubles has been done. Oh, I'm uh-huh. sure it has been. Back in the old days, you know, when a, a few hits of speed and, you know, down the road we went, you know. No, I don't know about all that. Tyvin, have double, you, double trailers. Tyvin, have, oh, you ever, yeah. have you ever been to uh, SEMA, Tyvin? Uh, passed through, delivered there during the event, but never went in. Oh, okay. Walter and I go into the SEMA show this yeah, year. When is, that? when is that, Walter? Is it in October, November? Yeah, yeah beginning of November, something like that. Okay. Be- November 7th. Something like that. Yeah, we're gonna take we're gonna take time off um because it's probably gonna be like a week we that we're gonna be blog, out there. We should blog. what? Uh-oh. We should blog. We should blog at SEMA more. Yeah, we will. We will do some shows from there. I'll probably do some advanced stuff before we go there. Uh, what I've been doing lately, I don't know if you guys have seen that. I put up a couple of like the last fifteen minutes of the show, and I'm gonna do more of those. Like le- next week, I'm gonna be um off for at least the first half of the week. Because um, next week I'm going to do uh, training with Reed from uh, Valerie. You didn't tell us about that earlier. You said you were going to give us details. What's up? Yeah, so I'm going to do training over there. We're gonna I'm going to do the rifleman course that Reed has. It's two days, so I've got to get there on Monday. But it's uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then uh, I'm not sure when I'm coming back. Maybe Thursday or something like that. But I will I will put up because uh, what I've been doing is putting up like the last 15 minutes of the show. So I'll put up a couple of those and I encourage anyone, you know, that's watching this right now, when we put those up, you know, share them and all that kind of stuff, comment, go in there and hang out, help us out to keep everything going while we're gone. I will do a lot of pictures and throw up social media while I'm there. And then I guess when Walter and I go to SEMA, we'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. 
Live, you know, live yeah. from the 2018 SEBA, 2017 SEBA show. Right. And you guys can hit us up on social media and let us know what kind of stuff. We're probably going to stick to like the uh, four befores, trucks, off-road stuff. Right, Walter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. We'll, uh, military vehicles will probably get. I, w- I will predict this. 95% of everything that you'll see will be turboed. <laughs> or supercharged. All right, he said 95%, so I'm going to be counting now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the biggest thing right now. It don't matter if it's a, a two-cylinder to a V8 or a Cummins or whatever. Everybody's putting turbos on everything right now. You're going to see turbos on everything. It's the well, biggest thing that's hit the yeah, that's what car Ford, industry. Yeah, Ford definitely has opened that up, so a lot of their stuff is going to have uh, turbos. We saw the uh, Raptor last year when we were there. Yes, we did. Yeah, Raptor's overrated, dude. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> tell him, that. tell him now, Tyvin. Tell him. Keep <laughs> it well, is. I, hey, I got a rebel. I got a rebel. So you know, we'll see what happens next year. Um, Steel Ringer says, uh, Walter, how can I get a Trump rooster? So he's looking for a Trump rooster. Are they, are they begging for Trump so, rooster? For, you know, tr- Trump rooster. I think Walter is selling them, but we will we'll do yeah, some giveaways. Can get, yeah, you can get one. Yeah, we'll do we'll do some giveaways and stuff like yeah. that. So I'll tell you what, you know, Steel Ringer. Um, you know, make sure that you share this video on social media and we'll, you know. Hey, I, and I got, I want to, I want to put a heads up yeah. out there for all the, uh, Trump rooster fans. I'm, I got a new patch coming out and it's going to have something to do with stilettos and just a hint, hint, who wears <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's coming to a, uh, to a, uh, to a patch channel near you. So stay tuned. Yeah. He's going to have a chicken with stilettos. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm guessing he's going to do a, um, a, Mar- a what is it? Um, Marlena? Malena? Malena, Malena. Yeah, you should have a, you should have a stiletto heel with a 50 cow down the back heel of it as a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If High it's- heels and can shoot. I don't know if it's going to have anything to do with safety hour fires, but it's going to have definitely something to do with stilettos. So, um, oh, it's going to have something to do with stilettos. Okay. Hey, as long as I don't see a picture of you in a pair of boxers and a stiletto yeah. on the back porch, I'm yeah. fine. I don't need to see that. Yeah, negative. yeah negative, Walter, negative. Walter doesn't put out the pictures of him with the stilettos on. I'm, <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't publicize those. <laughs> Only no, I, uh, special I, people get to see that. <laughs> no. No. Oh, yes. look at Lola. Lola's even stilettos. Hmm. Does she wear yeah. stilettos? Oh yeah! Big shout out to Lola in the background. I know she yeah, supports okay. the channel a lot, so shout out to Lola. Tyvin shouting you out, Lola. Yeah, Lola loves uh, high heels. Oh yeah, yeah. She's you yeah. know yeah. She's always going for the high heels. That has something to do with being real short. <laughs> I'll just you know I'll just leave that there. She's not oh, short. Yeah. She's vertically challenged. Yeah. All, all I all I know is our first lady rocks in stilettos. So. Yeah. Okay. So people want to know where you're selling the roosters, Walter. You can um to do the roosters, the roosters, the roosters. I I don't think they're on the. They're not. I have them on eBay. Okay. That's uh on. But that's. So what do they search on in the eBay? They on eBay they search uh Trump roosters. A, actually, we have an SD uh, or an SD, Is that how you say it? SD uh site. You know, it's where you all crafts and stuff. Okay. It's mostly if you go there, and much a bunch of liberals selling liberal stuff, but uh. So we're gonna rock their world. So you're infiltrating. You're infiltrating. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, is this why you didn't put SHF or SHTF on there? Yeah, <laughs> you can. Um, is that why? <laughs> they're not on the website yet. Uh, no, they they're are not on the website. Oh, okay. 
Whistle we'll let everyone know when you guys get it. When you guys, if you if you want to, I tell you what, if you want to buy one, my PayPal email address is Talkarev. T O K. I'll I'll type. Uh, let me see how we're gonna do this here. Yes, yeah, uh, I'll type it on the uh, chat side on the side here, and that's right. uh, Peggy will do it for me here. And yeah. you can go to the um, you can go to PayPal, type in my uh, PayPal email address, um, either p either private message me with your address or leave it on PayPal, and I will get you one, or I'll get you ten if you want. I don't care, whatever. So yeah, um, I see the link that Babyface sent me earlier for the case hardened um, for the case hardened uh, what you call it. Um, try again go back let me go look at this yeah he sent me a link for the case hardened desert eagle which i have seen that it actually looked pretty cool okay, okay. uh the desert eagle so let's see but anyways um, on that. yeah i have plenty of the patches so um just, just hit that oh. what I did. Uh, it's not liking that when i put my email address it must be something with youtube and uh yeah, just, no, send it. Hank's got the links disabled in the yes. comments. Tied it in there, but put um, put the word at and then space and then write the word com, and they'll have to kind of like overread it. No, or but put you, it can, on there. you can send it to me in our personal chat just between us. Okay. All That's right. the blue speech bubble that you see on the left hand yep. side. Yep. I need yeah, you, you can send it to me there and then I'll share it because I could share stuff and I'll let people oh, know. Okay. I got it here, Peggy. Oh, okay. No. Um, um, so Chris B. Walter says, um, Walter, you don't put pictures out with your big girl panties on, Chris B. <laughs> <laughs> we should make big girl panties patches, Walter. <laughs> yeah, what you really yeah. want you to do is have some kind of panties on. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I don't think no so. Panties, but, yeah, but, okay. Well, Hank, okay. you offer t-shirts. I think you should offer uh, man thongs as well. Huh? Oh, dear. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, that might make a good T-shirt idea. We'll do that as a T-shirt. We'll do it as a T-shirt. Listen, you know what? I'm going to do some pinup T-shirts. I have some ideas for pinup T-shirts, and we'll do we'll do a big girl panties one when we do it. There you go. So that way, yeah. I mean, I don't want to be walking around with like unattract, you know, like dudes. Sorry, Walter. You know, dudes with big idea for you know, big girl panties can be very interesting. By the way, anyways. Yeah, no comment. I, I, I totally agree with that. So they let me put this, by the way, too. I'll put, this in the, I'll put this in the chat. Do you want me to put it in the description or just for the folks in the chat? You can throw it, throw it up in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my uh, PayPal yeah, email. Throw it up in the chat for anyone who wants to do it. I don't think we should necessarily do it in the description. You know, but for anyone who wants to get into it, we put it in the, uh, in the uh, chat here. And it's just uh, Takarev at uh, earthlink.net. So there you go. Yeah, if yeah. you want to, if you want to, uh, if you want to look that up. So what? So what was going on? What's going on with you, Walter? Did you have some new stuff? Um, to talk about here. Let's see here. Ask him about the uh, video we saw earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, so you missed out on this. You 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 missed out. We didn't get your opinion on this. There was a cop in. Um, oh, about the saying they only shoot black people. Yeah, what do you think <laughs> about that? What the fuck? That's a year old. It says. It's a year old. Yeah, it happened a year ago, but it's just making news today. today. Well, you know that 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 kind of that that's, I just shook my head and went, "Oh God, here if you it goes." Read the whole article. It was you because know. he she was mouthing off to him. So oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Supposedly the woman was mouthing off to him, so that oh. was, so so that's okay then. It's okay. Escalate the situation. Right. So he was probably being sarcastic. If yeah. So he just decided to say something uh, really stupid. Yes. <laughs> to de-escalate it. I wonder how that worked out. 
Well, it probably didn't work out too well. They fired him, or they're going to fire him. Yeah, probably so. You know, uh, and they pro- and they probably should fire him. That's a pretty stupid ass thing to say. I wouldn't go out there reinforcing those kinds of things because it's not funny. And there's lots. I, let me tell you. Can I tell you something? I know sure, where yeah. you're coming from on this thing, but I guarantee you that today, 99.9 percent of police officers that are out there are not happy with that guy saying that stupid shit. Oh, exactly. It, it looks it looks bad. For, it makes everybody look bad. That's the that's the that's the thing. Yeah. So you know, it's unfortunate. And Public perception stupid. got ruined by fifty yeah. percent. Yeah, it's a stupid They're thing to cops. say. Obviously, you know, um, he was, you know, maybe he wasn't in a good mood or whatever. But that's not professionalism, and that's what should be exhibited all the time when you're on the job, when you're, uh, you know, a police officer. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you know, in lots of different places out there, you should be doing that. But and it's just not one of those things to joke about. You no. know, I'm pretty sure that police officers wouldn't like someone on the flip side of that making jokes about them yeah we just kill cops that's all we do yeah you know that would not be funny and that would not be cool to say so yeah that's pretty terrible what do you think go ahead go ahead no that's fine go ahead no i was i was gonna say it's rattler that's all rattler oh (laughs) okay just rattler that's all rattler okay what you made one you shot one you rattler what's that remember that comment the SIG? Yeah. Remember who said that? Uh, oh, last night? Oh, 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 last night. Okay, so Rattler, what's that? Okay, so I see where you're going. Rattler, so, now you wanna, so now you want to bring up the conversation between me and Patrick R. from I the had Firearm Blog. A little bit. I had to poke him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so let's, so let's go. Let's dig into that since you brought it up, Walter. Well, no, you know why I say that? You know why I say now? And I'll be in right to the point. He writes for the Firearms Blog, right? Yes. False. Does not he not read his own... The own the the blog? Uh, maybe maybe not maybe not. <laughs> I think I think okay. So here's the thing. Let's explain this to people because Tyvin probably doesn't know, and some of the people watching. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of guys that were here last night with us when uh, Patrick was here from the Firearm Blog, and we brought up um, the Sig Rattler or what is it? You the brought MC- up, you brought up the Rattler. Yeah, is it the MCX? M- it's the MCX. Yes, yeah, yes. MCXK, which is basically like a two-two-three seven-inch uh, barrel thing that they're putting out there. We asked him what he thought of it. He didn't really think anything of it. But I think also, you know, in fairness to him, I'm kind of like taking his side a little bit here since he's not here. Well, no, no, no. But what, what, what I was bringing up was when you brought it up, he went, Rattler, what's that? Oh, okay. And we, we didn't we, we explain it? No, so, I, I don't. Listen, do you think I remember what happened, what we were talking about like five minutes ago? And my point with that is, once again, it's it's the blog comes up every day and you can see all the stuff. And that was the biggest story last week. Pardon, pardon, pardon me. But um, <laughs> so you think that he just didn't know I what didn't, I was talking about? You think he didn't know what I was talking about? Himself, yeah. so no, but that happens all the time. Sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm not going to I'm definitely not beating up someone else for not knowing. But I think we explained it to him and he didn't have like a it didn't sound like he had a high opinion of it. I would definitely say that. But then also the other thing he was trying to say. Didn't have a big enough barrel. <laughs> no. And yeah, probably, you know, Patrick was in the military. I'm not sure what he did in the military and all that. He, he, likes, he likes bolt action guns with big barrels. Yeah, he didn't really talk about it and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Walter. Patrick is the guy who was who was banging on the back of the uh, P320 from Sig. You remember that? 
I understand. Yeah. So yeah. he was trying to say that because he did that, that Sig would probably not send that thing to him. No. You know, so he wasn't even wasting his time trying to think about so, it because so they wouldn't be happy. He was, he was being sarcastic just like moi. I think so. Yeah, I think he was being sarcastic. You were being sarcastic, but you weren't here. So I'm going to put you guys together in a ring and let you duke it out. I think everyone will enjoy seeing that. Celebrity King Deathmatch 2017. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, as Lola's saying, you're pretty riled up. I think there was something else we said that got you go. Oh, I know. I know well, about the Palmetto arm, the Palmetto Armory stuff and yeah. the AR-10s and that you know you you don't you for six for five ninety nine you you're wasting your money basically and all this stuff and I'm like, well, yeah, um, we know you like a deal, you like a bargain, right? Well, you know, once again, once again, is that is that is that two thousand dollar rifle going to shoot better in the end than the six ninety nine one? Um, no, I think look like we were saying <clears throat> we were saying earlier and we were talking about Glock and all these other different handguns. This is all variable, right? All of this stuff is variable when it comes to guns. It depends on a lot of things. This mainly. Yeah. Who's pulling, you know, who are you? How are you pulling the trigger? What are you into? You know, the gun, the conditions. There's so many things going on here. Um, go ahead. When he said he had a $7,000 rifle there that he was fondling. Uh-huh. <laughs> it made me think when he brought up the, the week or so before about expensive magazines and how could a company charge so much for a magazine? When he's when he's sitting there fondling the seven thousand dollar rifle, you tell me, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Story you know over. What? Hello. Yeah, listen. I would I would love to see you and Patrick. He is coming back in a couple of weeks. No, I'm not so. gonna I'm not gonna do that because it doesn't go anywhere. I no, mean, it's good. Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with having conversations. Uh, one, one thing it will go. None of my stuff will ever be on the firearms blog, won't it? No, that's not true. Are you and haven't you been on the firearms blog? Yes, I have actually. Yeah, absolutely, they, they, they yeah, they on the on the on the cast. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. leave it alone. But that's just my opinion. No, you don't have to leave it alone. I think it's a valid conversation. I actually had this conversation with uh, with my brother Anonymous because he was highly amused <laughs> by you and Patrick going at it. And uh, you know, here's the thing. Here's what I think. I don't. Patrick can can uh, defend himself. He's perfectly capable. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. And so are you. So are you, Walter. But the thing I was trying to say to you, so I'll speak on that, is that you as a manufacturer of guns, I know you're always seeking out deals and you buy when you see something that's like a gun that you think, oh, that's a really good price. You buy it, you know, but here's OK. Here's a good example. Hold that up. This Taurus, right? It's Taurus, yeah. right. So you bought it. It's cheap. You have problems with it. You have the ability to fix those problems. No, okay. no, no. But 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 this one, I mean, so far, uh, well, I bought this, okay, because of a customer that bought one who's a friend, actually, a friend of the family. And he went out last weekend, popped 100 rounds through it, no problem at all. Um, but for 159 from Bud's Gun Shop? Yeah, but I, no, I'm not knocking you for that. I mean, you know, so yeah, that's that's high point. That's high point category. And if you like a 380, you can have. Um, I would never tell a person like you could buy whatever you want to, man. I believe in freedom. You know, here's the thing. Here's the point I was trying to make, and you and I could argue about this: is that you have the you can buy something that's cheap. You're a manufacturer. You could buy this thing, and if it's a piece of crap, you can do a couple of things. One of the things you could do is go, ah, whatever. Uh, you know, wasted the money on that. I don't give a. I don't care. 
Or what I see you do all the time is because you have CNC machines and all kinds of cool machinery. You can make it better. Yeah, you can make it better. But if you had to charge someone to do all of that for them, then that well, would that that uh, um, four or five hundred dollar three oh eight would wind up being a couple thousand dollar three oh eight. Well, like like his his own article about the um, the um, the precision rifle, um, the um, is it the Ruger precision rifle or the or the Savage? Which one are the one that's really shoots really well? Um, I know there's the Ruger yeah, precision Ruger precision rifle. Yeah. They're like thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars, whatever, and it'll probably shoot just as good as that seven thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, he made a video about oh, I can't make the uh, five reasons why you shouldn't have it, but I got five reasons why you should have it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm glad to see you guys are reading his stuff. Yeah, look, there's nothing you know. Reach his own, you know. No, I watched I, the video. Yeah. I didn't read it. Yeah, I mean, oh. you, know, you can buy a sixty thousand dollar pickup truck, and, it, and it's going to haul just as good as the the one thousand dollar used pickup truck. Mm, okay, gonna, I bet to differ. It's not going to be as purdy, and it's not going to have all. No, no. Let me tell you something. You go buy yourself a one thousand dollar pickup truck, and here's what you have to ask yourself: What kind of skills do you have? Because when that one thousand dollar pickup truck breaks yeah. down, do you have the skills to fix it? Walter Keller has. Doesn't matter. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Hank. It doesn't uh -huh. matter because if you spent a thousand dollars for a pickup. Which you probably pay cash. That means you have your no dope. car payment. You're you dead. have minimal state insurance. <laughs> so even if you have to put three thousand dollars in that one thousand dollar pickup, it's still sixty thousand dollars cheaper than it is to buy a new pickup. Sure, sure, absolutely. With no I, payment. I mean, yeah, that's you know I can't. I'm not going to argue that. I think people it's should just, get what they can not afford. As pretty, that's all. Yeah, it's I think people out there should get what they can afford. I believe that. You know, if you want to, if you want to get an AR-10, get the one that you could afford. It, but realize that the reality of the world that we live in is you, you do get what you pay for. Sometimes you overpay and you don't get as what you you know. You also don't get what you pay for. You but, know, it, it's kind of like the Colt. Horsey and the and the non generic AR fifteen in the end, pretty much they all shoot the same way. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, Here's, I think it depends on the subject matter. That I mean, you're talking pickups. If you're talking guns, yeah, you're going. You can spend good money on an AR, and you can spend a little money on an AR. But sometimes, depending on what you want, it's better to wait an extra two or three weeks, save up that extra one or two hundred dollars, and get something that's got a little bit better furniture on it. It might be a sight, it might be an extra couple magazines, it could be a gun case that comes with it. It just depends on the situation. Yeah. And that's why, yeah, and that's why I suggested that people, like you're, like you're saying, Hank, to each his own. You know, I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. I'm just going to argue my point about it. And no, and and you have a valid point. What I'm saying is that you know you also have the option of getting a uh, like a bones version of something, and that which would be a little bit more affordable. Putting things on it. Here's the person that I'm concerned about from my point of view of what I do. Right? There's guys out there that if they spend six hundred bucks to buy something. And it, so they buy um, an AR-10, they spent 600 bucks, they run into problems. They don't have the resources to fix that those problems. Now they either have to sell that gun or spend more money. And, you know, I'm trying to save those guys from, from issues because I understand where they're coming from. They have to work, you know, that's like a week, a couple of weeks oh. pay to buy that gun or, you know, it gets tough, right? I mean, so read, like I said, read the reviews. If the reviews are good, for that $600 gun and it meets your needs, you know? Yeah. 
Um, right. and, if, and if you're only going to put a couple of rounds through it, and then it's probably going to be fine. I don't even. I, 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 yeah. Okay. Sure. Here's the problem that I've got with all that. You're saying, yes, it's sometimes it's better to save your money, maybe get something a little bit better or buy something that's like a bare bones, like the one you're giving away and then progressively save money to build that. The biggest problem I have that was with some of the guys that do YouTube with the guns, they use their their guns and their magazines and stuff as, oh, well, it's just something it's a, an expenditure. No, that is a tool. That is something that you should use, something you should take care of, and something that you can respect. Because if I go out and I buy a, a pistol with five or six magazines, you keep dropping those magazines on the ground, you know, you're paying for that. If you're given all that stuff or you can get it at dealer cost and stuff, it ain't no big deal. The perception of abusing a tool is only upon certain people who's making the videos. The average guy is not going to go out there and throw his magazines and stuff down on the ground. They're going to put them in their pocket or they're going to break it, get it, put it in their pocket, grab the next one, or they'll make sure that there's soft dirt or whatever underneath them to catch. Yeah, I, I just see the abuse and I don't approve of that because it doesn't matter if it's a gun or if you're a mechanic with working on with wrenches or torches or welders, when you're done using it, you just don't drop it or throw it down. I've got my personal hard-earned money invested in them tools and that equipment. I'm going to take care of them. That's the biggest problem that I have with a lot of the videos that I see. Guys just abuse them. They don't care. And it, okay, go ahead, Walter. And when they're throwing the guns around, like, like, yes, people drop things. I drop things. We, you know, like that. But you don't accidents happen. You don't usually intentionally just wing it like it's a frisbee. You know? <laughs> that's not. That's not. Right. That's, that, I mean, it could happen, but the likelihood of it happening would have to be like maybe if it, somebody called in an airstrike on you, um, it, and it got blown out of your hands. For the mm -hmm. most part, you don't you don't drag your gun behind a truck, or you don't you don't throw it off of a you know. So that's why that's why it's, a lot of guys test them and shoot them and they get the wear and all. I see that, but these ones where they beat them to the Bolivian, it's like, like I said before, there is no gun that's going to withstand all that in the end. Sorry. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I get where you guys are coming from. I think one, those people are free to do whatever they want to. Yeah, they can do stuff. it. That is true. Yeah. You know, um, good for hits. I mean, it's yeah. good for numbers yeah. now. And it also does give some kind of data point if you know at the point at which something breaks. But ultimately, we know the reason why people do those, like why they do the outrageous things. Right. If we're talking about the outrageous things, they yeah. do it. because Huge That's flicks. Yeah, views. I mean, that's what we're all into. That's, you know, that's if what you run, If you run a thousand rounds through whatever, AR-15, AK, it's going to get hot and it's going to catch fire and it's going to melt things. And that's just, you know, you didn't. Yeah. It doesn't take, it doesn't take everyone a knows that, but people want to see the video of that thing burning down or that thing yeah. getting dragged behind, you know, whatever. Now, the other part of it that I would say to you. So, for example, when I'm shooting and I have let's say I have an AR and there's a bunch I've had a bunch of magazines and I'm shooting. I drop the magazine on the ground. I don't care if it's like the ground or concrete or whatever. I drop it and put the other magazine in. That's just like a, a training thing for me personally. You guys don't have to do that. But, you know, I do go and do training and um, there's a reason for that, because if you're actually in a situation where you're shooting, you don't have time to go, hey, hold on a second. Just stop. 
give me a second. Let me um, take my magazine out here, put it back here nice and gently. Uh, and then I get disagree. So I disagree. Most conflicts with a weapon are, are over within the first four shots. Yeah. The guy's but, running but, or he's so, dead. So, okay. If then, if that's what, if that's what you believe, train for that. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. If that's You're what right. you believe, you train for that. I'm going to train for, this is just my personal thing. I'm going to train for more than that. I'm going to train a little further than that. Hopefully I don't get into anything. And if I get into something, hopefully it ends quickly. But if it doesn't end quickly, that's what you're really training for. But that's just a philosophy. You know, you guys are all training. Everyone's training for their own personal things. And I'm not knocking anyone and what they do. But I guarantee you, like, I'm going to go do a rifle class. And if I'm over there, like, hold on a second, Reed. Let me um, let me just I don't want to scratch up my Magpul magazine. That's polymer. Oh, God, that's too much. Now, you know, I mean, Reed, Reed and I are friends. I could tell you right now he's going to that's going to you know, that's going to be funny. <laughs> what comes out of it, and I, and the you should try is, that there to see what happens and record no, it. No, I'm not trying it. I, I'll, that's what I'll do. I'll invite you two guys to go out there with me sometime, and you guys could do all that bullshit out there. And when you do that, I'm just gonna pretend I don't know you. <laughs> you know. Excuse so. me, sir. It's 110 degrees. My rifle's a little hot. I need to get a moist cloth and cool it off just a little bit here. I got to get it down to 98 degrees. Yeah. Well, so, Pardon me. Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> so I, but I get, I get where you guys are coming from. I get all of it. I understand that. Oh, hey, you know, it's it's Who all good. It? It's all good. No, it's it's fine. It's I good. hope that I hope that if I ever get into, I don't want to get into anything. So I hope I never get into anything. If I do get into something, I hope I'm going up against knuckleheads like you two. <laughs> okay, so people could do whatever they want to do. I'm totally for me. It's it's great for the person I'm going up to to you know to do dumb shit. It's totally fine. Yeah. I'm gonna get you. Oh, what is that? What is that? What is that? What do you close up? This is a a, a Colt a Colt New Army, thirty eight. It's a okay. uh, it's going to be a project for Babyface in the future here. So, I'm okay. a revolver guy. I like I like revolvers. I like the old school stuff. Yeah, this is a thirty eight caliber no, uh, New Army. It's it's turn of the century stuff. Yeah, turn of the nineteenth um, century, twentieth century. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, someone yeah. wants to know Walter about that three hundred eight that Palmetto State. Yes. Selling. Yeah. Was it a blend, meaning it's still No, they weren't blends, or? actually. It was just a special they were running, actually. Oh, okay. Is um, it still going on? Like I said, when it arrived, I looked at it pretty close, and, it, you know, and the, as, far as, the, as far as the fit and finish, it was just as good as anything I've seen out there. I'm not going to say for okay. more or less or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so, you know, so, so are you arguing? Uh, go ahead. If the market the way, wasn't the way it was, it would not be – Five ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, so. that's another thing that we have to consider. The market's pretty bad right now. You're going to see some good prices out there. So. It's a buyer's market right now for yeah. everything. There's still there's still a lot of companies that are holding on to their prices, but some companies yeah. have had their come to Jesus well, you, moment you already. Heard, you even heard Mark Krebs say that it was slow. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a good price for a uh, magazine bolt action fifty upper for eighteen fifty from Safety well, Harbor. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you what, those, those um those vepers that that Krebs has, you know, it, it it has to be slow that they still have them because the last time that they put those vepers out, they were gone. Like by the time that they listed those things on their website, I think um in in less than like twelve hours or something, they were sold out. And, 
and like I also mentioned that night was the fact that they are still these vepers are still available out there. In the old days, if if there would have been a band like that, it wouldn't happen. We wouldn't even be able to. There would be like three, four thousand dollars right now. Gone. But they would have been bought the first day. Yeah, you. But you would be seeing it on Gunbroker. <laughs> right, and flipped over. People buy them to flip them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, the thing is people, I think people should just try to be rational. Like if you have the money right now, I think that the, 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 uh, the guns that Krebs is selling, I know they're expensive, but they're worth it. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, offering, um, he's offering things you can't get anywhere else. And I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not knocking him, but what I'm saying is that, um, it, Palmetto, I, Palmetto state armory's, um, theory of business is they're moving stuff constantly. They don't yeah. sit on things. They don't, they don't fall in love with things. If it doesn't move, they lower the price until it moves. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that's just the business that they're in. But now, like for example, when you bought that Armagon, right? Yeah. Now um, I've seen I've seen them for four under five hundred dollars now. Okay, but when you bought that Armagon, what did you pay for it? You, you're you're yeah, a manufacturer, was, so you got it. That was close. To, uh, I think it was like six and a quarter or something like that. Yeah. Okay, six something. How much um, How much work did you have to do to it? Well, I, I wouldn't have had to do anything to it if if I just wanted to shoot it like it was, but the whole point of me, you know how I am. It's like, let's see it. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can cut the barrel off and, and it, you know, and, and make it different, you know? So, okay. So it was functioning fine until oh, yeah, you decided to mess fine. with it. It kicked like a mule, but it was working fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so no, it, it was just, I mean, I just recently bought one of those, I don't know if anybody's seen them, the Centerfire Systems is selling these SAS 12s for $139. It's an automatic shotgun with a magazine. Mm -hmm. in the bottom they're made in china they're cheap they're made cheap they're mm -hmm. finished cheap um when i got it it worked you know it shot you have to break it in a little bit you know how i feel about the break-in thing but um it, it was working but i decided i'm gonna cut the barrel off and make it shorter so you know it's not working so great right now gotta get the color touch to it yeah well yeah. you know it, a 24 yeah. inch barrel i mean i i have i have browning um no i have browning um <laughs> Um, A5, and I have a Remington 19, uh, and, uh, you know, Model 11 that's a hunting type shotgun. So, you know. You don't need that. You're, you're just saying you don't need that many more. Can you, um, so the barrel's removable on that, right? Yeah, it comes apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you wanted to, you could save it, but you don't really need to. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you don't need to save it. I shortened it and I knew what I was getting into. And, yeah. um, you know, and I'll make it run, but it just, you know, it's, I, I wouldn't recommend everybody doing what I did to it because a lot of people, don't have the patience and or the, uh, you know, uh, the right size drill bit to <laughs> to make it work again. So, yeah. Lawrence, one hundred thirty nine dollars if it never works again. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's that's you know. Walter, I'm interested in that little thing you got up on the shelf up there. It looks like a track with a barrel sticking out. Is that a howitzer? That that tank over there. Yeah, that? yeah. You got good eyes. Well, I'm artillery. So. Is this thing. Uh, yeah, oh, it's remote control. <laughs> yeah, it's an RC. It was an RC, uh, like a Panzer. Oh, it's a Panzer. Yeah, I knew it looked yeah. familiar. It's like a Panzer IV, I think, is what it's modeled off yeah. of. Uh, it sorry, was, I didn't mean to be rude and break no, the conversation. Cool. No, I, I saw a barrel gun sticking out. I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, here's something. This is from uh, Lawrence Lerwick. Um, Not Enough Ammo did a video on online gun shops. One on the list had a um, Molotov Vepers for like 600 in stock. 600. Now? 
Yeah, I don't know. Is that right now, Lawrence? <laughs> because that's a uh, steal be, now. Because everything yeah. is usually eight ninety nine now for those things when you find them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a three hundred eight or a, one of those shotguns, it's yeah. Listen, I believe in, you know what, regardless of everything that we're arguing about, if, you know, buy low, sell high. Well, so yeah, if there's, I mean, right if there's now, opportunities to buy good things at, you know, good prices and you have the money, don't go like take the baby's uh, formula money and spend it on guns. No, 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 no. Um, I Right now, I you know, you could you could buy receivers and all, AR receivers and all that stuff, but I think you might be sitting on them for quite a long time. So yeah. it'll take you a while to recover your money, even if you buy yeah, I'm already sitting on receivers <laughs> Well, <laughs> from the last time around. So I'm not buying any more. For 25 or $35 a piece. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you see something really cheap then and, and you got it like that, I've got plenty of receivers, but. There's yeah, always I mean, ways to get rid of it and at least double your money. Yeah, and, and bear this in mind. Bear this in mind. I mean, this is how like uh, Warren Buffett became a, a multi-billionaire, right? <laughs> It's going to take a long time, I think, for this to happen. But all that stuff that like I think the highest point we've had so far when you look at the charts was with Obama. Right. Right after the election. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's going to take a long time to come back where prices shoot up like that. But if you can afford to do it, man, if you've got the wherewithal to do it, that is going to happen again. Because we're we're living in a country where the pendulum is swinging all the time. Yeah. Everything is everything is cyclic, unfortunately. So. Yeah. So at some point, it might be 10 years before we get back to that. <laughs> you know, it might be 15, 20 years. You know, uh, some of us might not make it into that time, unfortunately. But, you you know, if you could afford it, you could just leave it to your kids. <laughs> and at some point we'll come back there unless one day you wake up and they're like, yeah, um, no one can have any kind of guns. And we're well, coming again. Never happen. Or your kids, or your kids get up. I don't want that shit. And they throw it in the dumpster. Um, <laughs> now that would be real silly because it does have some value at all that, times. That happens every day in America. These these yeah, people die and yeah. they stuff their kids, and the kids are like, "Well, I I um I, I heard this guns. I heard this crazy story in a gun shop once where a lady was saying that her dad, um, I guess he's I think from what she was saying he's in Arizona or something, but he left a whole bunch of guns in a storage in a storage thing like yeah. a you know, storage locker or whatever. Storage unit. A lot of guns. Yeah. And a storage unit. And, um, but he, but her sister is the one that has the uh, rights to it. So she kept, she was like, yeah, I'm trying to get my sister to sell those things, but her sister is anti-gun. So she refuses. Uh, (laughs) And she's like, yeah, those things are just going to stay there because she doesn't want, you know, well, maybe she'll abandon it and some lucky person will buy it at an auction. Yeah, and have yeah. It. we'll see it on what, what's those shows like Storage Wars or something? Storage Wars, yeah. Yeah, some guy will go in there and buy that thing at an auction for a hundred bucks and there'll just be like a hundred thousand dollars worth of guns in there. They'll have a syllogism when they open it up. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever done that? I've always, like, I watch those shows, man. I was like, man. No. You know. If some of that stuff happens, but not like you see on TV. That's all staged yeah. for views. But I actually had a buddy of mine, um, he's a garage sale hound, and this old lady's uh, husband had passed away, and she put a bunch of guns out for sale, and she thought they were all paint guns. And he was buying ARs for like 50 bucks. He's like, well, the tube don't work right. You know, you got to redo this, do that, and here it's an AR and a bunch of paint guns. I'm in. 
I'm in. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you do see you see some of the you see some of these sometimes, but you know you probably have to wait around a while. Uh, Mr. Sumgun says uh, just buy a new one. He works uh, in a gun store, and people come in with their used ARs all the time, and they're always effed up. So yeah, um, you know. But the thing is, like an AR, so depending on what it is, it's yeah. not that difficult to fix it. But you have to know what's going on with that thing, right? You'd be surprised how many people are book knowledge and mechanically stupid. They buy something in the big hype and they go out and the smallest little thing's wrong with a spring or whatever. And they have no knowledge on how to do it or research it. And they take it in and they get rid of it. I think the general public is mechanically. Yeah. But there's ignorant. so, I mean, even a knucklehead like me can, um, can, you know, go on YouTube. There's so many YouTube videos on this yeah, stuff. You, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. People don't do it, huh? And they say Walter would know with other people that bring stuff into him for him to fix. Well, I mean, or you talk to people and you, I, I'll tell you talking to somebody and I'll say, Hey, you know, you can go on YouTube and they probably show you how to fix that. And they go, well, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go on the YouTube. I, I, I don't do that. And it's like, yeah. well, oh, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like somebody calls me up and they're asking me about, uh, um, they want to, they're looking for a certain part, part or item. And I said, you can go on the internet and, you know, just search here or go to gun parts or go here. And they go, well, I, I, I don't have that. Yeah. Don't worry. Those guys aren't living forever. Do you have their <laughs> phone number? And I'm like, no. And I'm not going to stop what I'm doing and look up their phone number. Yeah. Can you give me the phone number, please? I don't have it. I don't have a phone like, book. <laughs> Yeah, some people just don't do the internet. I agree with you on that. I you see know, those people. You know, before the internet, you know what old Mr. Walt used to do? A uh, phone book? <laughs> well, a phone Library? book. Library? Oh, no, listen. Oh, wait, wait. Back in the days. Oh, hold on a second. I know. Back in the Stone Age days. Oh. There was a special, no, there was a special cave. You hear you wearing a wrapper? When I need to research something and I didn't know, I'd go to the freaking library. Yeah. How many people's yeah, got a library too. card these days? Well, I mean, no, I, go well, I to, don't, I, but yeah, I, I used to, I used to go to the library every day. I go to the main library in Tampa where they had all the cool reference books, like small arms of the world and stuff like that. That's back yeah. when I had microfish. We remember those days. <laughs> and just sit and, and look through the books, you know, mm -hmm. um, but Hey, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, those days are gone. I mean, um, see, I grew up where my parents would tell me if I didn't know something, they would say, go look it up. Yep. That's one thing. My parents would spend money, get encyclopedias and all that. We would have Encyclopedia Britannica and yep. all kinds of, you know, um, my, my dad would just collect dictionaries. <laughs> well, yeah. Who, how many so. how many kids did they know ever opened up a dictionary and just get a oh, definition? I make my kids open dictionaries, dude. I mean, you can go I can do that just so they know the old school technology for when the electricity goes out. <laughs> well, what what happens when the when the North Koreans do the. Uh, the EMP thing and there's no interweb and all of a sudden we go black. Well, yeah. not, 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 in your way, what but you mean you know, like, we go. Oh, what do you mean my way? <laughs> That's messed up. When Hank Strange takes over the world and my seed spreads and it's just <laughs> a bunch of little black babies with Mohawks all over the world. Uh, <laughs> and the globe goes away. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what gets me is that today's cell phone with the smartphones, you literally have the world in your fingertips. You Everything back from the history to, to now, it's all recorded and on that phone and you can access it. And you get into some of the populations throughout the country, they have no clue on even how to find it, search it, or look for it, or nothing. Yeah, I mean, you literally have everything at the fingertips. Yeah. 
But people don't, like Walter was saying, people just don't do that. Um, I saw this old couple the other day that was lost. And they pulled over in a, like a, um, what do you call these things? A mini mall kind of parking lot. And they were lost. So I went over. Yeah. And I was trying to help them out. And I was like, um, they had an address that they were going to, but they didn't have maps. And they didn't even have phones. Because I was like, well, do you have a phone? Because, you know. And they were like, what? <laughs> they didn't even have cell phones. They didn't have a, they didn't have a paper map. No, they didn't have a paper map. They didn't have a cell phone. So what I did was I looked it up on my phone where they were going, and then I told them how to get there. But I was like, and these these guys look like they were in their 80s or something like that. And I was like, yeah, man, exactly. they should not be driving around without a cell phone. Uh, yeah. you know, it, was a husband, it was a husband and wife. At least one person you in that have, car should have a cell phone. All you need is the, map. the real yeah, simple cell map. phone that's just basically a phone. And with that, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can get some help if you need. Yeah, it. they can call or whatever. Because at right. first, when I walked over, <laughs> they were like, "What?" But you know, then I was like, "Well, you guys look lost, so you know." Well, my dad, my dad doesn't have a smartphone. He's just got a basic cell phone. And oh, flip phone. Yeah, yeah, and it's the uh, what are the ones they, that the old people use? Um, the AR ARRP with the big uh, number pad on it. Yeah, 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 and and he loves the thing. Because before before that he had a he had a more of a, a normal cell phone and it was just too much junk on it for him. Yeah, you know, Vanessa Kitty wants to know if they will pass countrywide carry this year. What do you guys think? No, uh, that's not happening this happen. year. It's not happening next not year. Not going to happen. Not. Yeah, let me see, not, let me tell you. Um, I was thinking about all this legislation stuff going, and mm-hmm. you know when things are really going to start to pop? When uh, Trump's running for re-election? When yep. the midterms start? <laughs> yeah, two oh, years. Okay. Yeah, because when, that's that's when that's when those lazy bastards will get thrown out. Did you hear his speech he did the other day down there? If they don't pass it, you just need to vote her out, and the crowd went wild. Vote who out? Vote who out? Uh, Trump was giving a speech or something down south, and he was talking about getting stuff passed. And oh. if the local governor governor won't pass it, you know what? You just need to vote her out, and the crowd went wild. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Bricks, Bricks is bringing up the jitterbug. You guys know about Walter. You're an old dude. The you should, know, yeah, my you should know about the jitterbug. <laughs> and you know, you laugh, laugh all you want. No, I've seen him. I've seen. Him. We live in Florida, so I've seen. There's he, lots of jitterbug phones here. He, 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 where he's at? You know, where, you know where my dad lives at? Yeah, it's Verizon service. He's got good cell phone service. Which uh, my sister got him a phone through um, one of the other companies, and he brought it home, and he had zero service. You know, it was just like. Oh, was it AT and T? It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. T Mobile or Cricket yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it depends where you are. Like where I live, only AT and T works, but Verizon doesn't. Yeah, he got the, he got the Verizon service and that jitterbug thing, and he's always you know his phone always works. Yeah. You know, so I can't. Well, I, you know, okay, look, but j- even jitterbug phones are old. I'm just telling you because right now you can go like get a um, pay as you go phone and it's a smartphone. So yeah, but he yeah, Walmart. You know, a lot of these yeah. people don't want all the buttons. Yeah, I know. My mom's like that. She's got an old school phone. She doesn't want to do the like smartphone. You know, they're not like. doing podcasts and videos and editing stuff. And, you know, they just want to when they pick the you know, phone rings, they want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Rotary phone. Yeah. Well, yeah, you laugh about that. My mother-in-law in New Orleans. She had yeah, a, you better make sure Peggy's not in earshot. No, no. She she. She had a rotary phone, and the only reason she got rid of the rotary phone is because the telephone company stopped the service for rotary phones. Yeah. Oh, look, Peggy's coming to get you. 
Peggy's she, coming to get you. She, she would still have a rotary phone if she was allowed to have it. Here she goes. She's coming right now. Here we go. Smackdown about you to go. You know what? Laugh, laugh all you want when that EMP goes off. Yeah, this. Yeah, those the smartphones. That technology will still work. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. There's going to be lots of stuff that we miss when an EMP goes off. You know, that's hey, how- I got my Galaxy 99CB with a hand operator's license, dude. I can talk to anybody. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, 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 see, here we go. Here we go. Smackdown. Smackdown. Am I lying or what? No, she does have a rotary phone. Actually, Alexis still has the rotary phone just as a thing for display. But yes, uh, if she can still have I had a rotary phone. That's the only way I could call my friends. Oh, it was um, aggravating, especially when you dialed wrong. Oh, okay. I understand that, Peggy. But can can the folks out there? I've got like ten people with their hands up right now that want to see Walter get the smackdown anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm just making it up. I'm just don't be. It's true, my mom. Can't, you were also talking spousal about abuse on the show. You were also talking about, about phones. All right, I gave my mom my old iPhone so that she could actually do some stuff on Facebook or do whatever she wanted to. She hasn't converted it over to that. She has a phone. My brother does her phone service for her, for her cell phone. And it's an old um, kind of Blackberry-ish one. She likes that and she likes to do it. She can't text. And I keep telling her, I said, have them switch over to the iPhone. I gave it to you so you could play with it and figure out all the buttons. And she's like, but I just like to do, look at Facebook or, well, no, she actually doesn't even do Facebook. She does her emails and some stuff on the computer and taking pictures with it. And only when she's at her house because she doesn't have any service with it. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's because she can remember the good old days. And so right. yeah, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to think about it. I get it. See, we're kind of like on the cusp because we can remember those times, but we know that the, 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 the technology, first of all, Walter just upgraded his iPhone, like what, three months ago. Cause Walter had an iPhone from like no, no. Um, 2003. I got more, I got more memory than you do. So no, be quiet. No, no, you don't No, I've got 256 on mine. Oh, you, so you, you, you did it. Cause I did it. That's probably, no, I had mine. If first. you get an Android, you can get up to five terabyte on your Android phones. Now. Okay. Now I'm going to sound like an old fogey. Cause I don't know what the <laughs> hell you need five terabytes for terabytes i'm a youtuber man i do everything with my cell phone i edit videos and do everything on my phone yeah you're not the only one i know okay so all your stuff's on your phone huh pretty much about 90 percent her peggy's mom wouldn't even have cable unless she didn't she she wants to get rid of cable all she watches is pbs that's it well yeah now i understand that no we i got rid of cable i don't have cable so i'm with her we don't have it either yeah. She hardly ever had cable. When I was growing up, no cable. And even when cable was kind of starting, we didn't even have cable. Though the trans- That's what you have your window for. Your window is to entertain you. <laughs> you look out well, the window. Two, clo- two clothes hangers, and you had four, six, eight, ten, eighteen, and 28. That was it. <laughs> yeah, well, me too, growing up. But, but no, see, she lived next, she still does, lives next to a power station. So when you would get the signal through, it was not only just one image, it was double and triple images. So you're kind of like, finally, when I moved to Florida and got regular TV, I went, oh, my God, it's clear. I didn't realize <laughs> it was that clear. Yeah. But now, I get, I get, even if you guys have cable, I bet you guys watch most of your stuff on um, the Internet, like Netflix or Amazon or. Uh, Actually, no, not a whole uh, lot. No? Not as much. Oh, you guys are still holding on to cable, huh? You might as well have an AOL account. 
We have yeah. Netflix. We have all yeah. that good stuff. You might as well be like uh, someone. Oh, you know who has an AOL? Steve from 904 Outdoors. I'm surprised you didn't talk about my net, my uh, Earthlink, Earthlink, my yeah. Earthlink address. Oh yes. Well, yeah. There's uh, not too many people still use Earthlink anymore. Yeah. Well, I I I, I pay extra a little bit to keep that the talker of. Yeah. Email address. But you know, now along these lines, here's something I've been trying to research and I want to find out about. I've got to get a good radio system going and it's too confused. There's too much stuff out there now, like a radio system for if the cell phones go down. Where well, like ham radio. You need, you need some ham radio then. Yeah, well, something handheld, but I'm trying to avoid having to get the license and all that. You know, I know you don't have some- to have a license, dude. Uh, you, what? You, you don't have to have a license for hand operators radio. It's required that they want you to get one, but you can go to any CB shop, dude, and you can buy a CB that's got all the channels for a hand operator. Yeah, yeah I know there's, a lot of, there's a lot of really cool little, really small ham-type radios now that are, and they're not expensive either. You can buy the little walkie-talkies that's got the weather band and all them channels, and if it doesn't have it, you go to a CB shop, and he'll put the 10-meter in or the 11-meter in. And it's like yeah. 50 bucks. Well, I know there's some there's some of those handheld ones that, uh, one, have a wide range, and you can even send messages or something like that. But I'm just not sure. I need to dig in to see what's going on. Boss Hog says that um, even during the hurricane, the cable was still going. Well, Harvey? Yeah, the- Harvey. Yeah, because I guess he's in Texas. I don't know if he was directly, um, you know, I don't know if he was, was in Houston or not. Are you in Houston, Boss Hog? The phones went out. The only yeah. thing, because I, I know my brothers had to actually could call me, but they couldn't call anybody else that was had a local number. Like when my brother tried to call his wife who had evacuated up to Mississippi to my other brother's place, they couldn't talk to each other because of the same area yeah. code. He actually had to call me and I could call her because the cell phones had all gone down during Katrina. Uh, oh, okay. the local yes, servers went out. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's in Houston. Yeah, so wow. Okay. Ken Helmer says get a two meter handheld. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what the I wonder uh, two meter handheld. Okay. I gotta look. I gotta look this up. We have to look into this. It's part of the survival thing. And we then you get start. yourself a then you get yourself a uh, amplifier and hook onto that thing, and you be you be you, you could be skipping all the way to freaking New York City. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We have to look into this and yeah. do some videos on this for like some survival stuff. Okay. We've been doing this for a while. Let's wrap it up. We've been going like over two hours here. Not me. Waiting for Walter to like, uh, you know, prance in. On yeah, his, Walter had to run around Humvee. in his Humvee looking all special. Yeah. I had to go have a couple beers, okay? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh. This, uh, don't, don't give out any incriminating evidence here. Yeah. That's why yeah, I was you drank those beers after you got home. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was fine. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, Walter, what do you got? What do you want to uh, share with the folks out there before you go, man? What you got going? Are you coming up here? Are you coming here? Are you coming out this way to my neck of the woods? I was thinking about that today. Um, okay. You're, you're going away this week or something, aren't you? Yeah, uh, probably on Monday morning. So if you're coming out this well, weekend, let me to, know. You're going to train. So Yeah, I'm going to go train with Reed. So next week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe even Thursday, I may not be here. And I you guys, you said that. Do you, you have to take your own rifles? Uh, yeah. Yeah, taking my own rifles, taking over a thousand rounds of ammo. What neck of the woods is he in? Uh, he's in Tennessee. I think it's he's okay. in Harrogate. I want to say it's up in like the corners. So I think you could see uh, what is it like Kentucky, Virginia, and all kinds of crap from over there. 
I have to go Saturday and buy a rear end for uh, my uh, rat rod project. So. Oh, oh, so you, you're going to come up to my neck of the woods then? No, no. I'm a, I found a guy in Plant City that's got one. Oh, Plant City. Okay, cool. All right. I know my guy My guy probably has some stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Know. I want to go see what he's got. He looks like he has some interesting stuff. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah. We can, you know, we can go out there whenever you're ready. It'll okay. be a, it'll be a work in progress as it, yeah. as it evolves, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's the only thing. Yeah, that, you know, and then Facebook and Instagram, you guys stay tuned. You got a new Trump. Uh, I just say, if you like stilettos, stay tuned. Okay, okay, we'll look out for that. Right now, you got these. I'm going to throw up the yeah, Trump that's rooster. That's Mr. Trump. We're going to work on there something for the missus. Yeah, there you go. The Trump rooster is in effect. Yeah. Trump rooster. In I like that. Yeah, well, uh, YouTube, awesome. YouTube, YouTube is going to um, demonetize this just for the Trump rooster. I guarantee yeah, you. Well, that's a, yeah. Hey, you know, just, speaking, just of, speaking of uh, Mrs. Trump, you see that freak show that uh, has been criticizing her wearing the pumps? The one that works for Vogue? Uh, no, I don't. Uh. Check it out. Go look at it. It's like a walk-in sideshow. Oh, well, I never, I never criticize women for looking beautiful. No, 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 no. That's my only oh, motive. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my only motive. That's one of, well, not my only, but that's a big motivation for me to be on this planet is women. Mal- so Mal- when, they, Trump, when they, when they do Trump stuff never. and they look good, I'm totally happy with that. I don't think Melania Trump ever looks bad, but yeah. I'm talking about the woman who was criticizing her. Oh, because she had on uh, pumps or something oh, like I that? I had the stilettos on, yeah. Stilettos, check, yeah. But what was she going to do? Was she out there, like, lifting some stuff? Was no, she, she run, was walking. Was she running from dinosaurs or something? A long story short, she was walking to Air Force One with the stilettos on. And when she got to Texas, she, she got off to Air Force One with a pair of tennis shoes on. So, mm-hmm. But the woman, who yeah. was criti- the woman who was criticizing her in Vogue, in Vogue magazine is a walking freak show. Check it out. Yeah. Well, if the woman was a woman, I'm sure she would understand that women feel – more comfortable. Some women feel more comfortable in pumps and stilettos and all that. Lola's like that. After a while, she'll take it off, but she prefers that. So, and as a dude, I'm not complaining. Unless those stilettos are coming at my head the wrong, you know, sideways <laughs> or under the wrong circumstances, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Check yeah, out you'll the- never turn down a lady with stilettos and her and her panties on. <laughs> <laughs> there, well, you know, that was timing. That said that, Mrs. Tyvin. You, you don't know this, Walter, but Mrs. Tyvin actually came here on, in the chat. Tyvin. So, <laughs> he's talking a lot of smack right now, but Mrs. Tyvin came here looking for him. You know, that reminds me of when I was like a kid living in England and my, my dad liked to gamble and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and uh, one day my mom took us all out, like it was me and my my uh, two brothers and my sister, and she was taking us all over London on public transportation. We were like getting on trains, buses, walking, yeah. going all these places. And finally we wind up in this like big apartment building and we go up to the top floor somewhere and my mom's banging on the door. It's and illegal. No, when the door opens, my dad's in there gambling. It's an like, illegal gambling thing? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was legal or illegal, but I know he wasn't happy that my mom tracked him down somehow. Uh, <laughs> in the hey, I texted the wife first. I was like, hey, I'm going to be up on the podcast. I'll call you in a little bit. She came in the comments like, you've got my husband. He didn't call me his nightly phone call. Yeah, and he still has it. <laughs> so we better end this. We let's, let's wrap this up. Okay, Ty, yeah. what do you want to promote, man, before we go? Uh, just check me out on YouTube. we got a bunch of videos coming out with all the gun stuff. I'm running a little bit behind because my work schedule. Uh, I've got the 50 stuff with Safety Harbor coming out. 
and the epic build of the HM Defense uh, M308 that we got. Um, I should have all that up before uh, Saturday night. So that, all the gaming stuff, check me out on Instagram. Uh, it was HC Tyvon and YouTube, The Tyvon Show. So thank you for letting me pimp it out. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. All right. So um, on my end, I want to thank everyone that's hanging out in the chat. I see we still, we've got like Vanessa Kitty in there. Uh, List your six covered or is your six covered? Excuse me. Chris B, Ken Helmers. We've got a bunch of people in there. Um, shout out to Bricks, AB Torres, Wardex, Boss Hog. Of course, some, you know, we're glad that he's doing good out there in Houston. Don't forget that Forge from Freedom has the T-shirts that they are um, that they they're donating 100 percent of the proceeds to that to help the folks out. Is that the in, one? That's the one you forwarded. The, the, they put the picture up on Instagram. I think it was. Or yes, absolutely. So if you go to Forge from Freedom, um, they will have those. So don't forget to uh, check up on those guys if you're looking for a cool T-shirt and all that's going to go to help them out. So um, I want to thank everyone that's been hanging out in the chat, everyone that was watching the video, sharing all that kind of good stuff. Of course, I want to thank the folks that sponsor us, like Walter. Safety Harbor Firearms, you know. Thank you, Walter. You're welcome. Doing doing the good work, you know, supporting I, your local gunfighter. I tried to. Yeah, that's how I can throw down my magazines because of Walter. <laughs> Toss my magazines on the ground because because Walter, yeah, Walter and Safety Harbor Firearms, as well as me, as well as Rand CLP. Andrew's custom and of course Big Daddy Guns, you know. Um yeah, I gotta get this back to the store. I'm surprised they didn't come and get oh, it. Oh Hank, you know what I bought today? Got the Gen 5. What's up? I bought a eighty percent um polymer uh, we'll say Glock knockoff receiver and a slide and parts for the internals. We gonna, oh, really? we gonna build us a You're building one, huh? Oh, that's yeah. gonna be fun. Okay. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a video and stuff too. I yeah, think. man, make videos. Absolutely. I wanna see yeah, that. Yeah, the price of that the price of that stuff to build those came down a lot. Oh, by the way, anybody looking Midway, don't have any financial connection. Midway has those on sale for $49.95. What, the polymer 80s? The polymer 80 frames, yes. Ah, okay, interesting. That's Midway. the cheapest I've ever seen them. Okay, cool. All right, so, you know, go check those out. I want to thank, like I was saying, Big Daddy Guns. Of course, I want to thank everyone that um, sponsors us on Patreon. with Patreon slash Hank Strange. Tyvin, do you have a Patreon? Uh, yes, the Tyvin Show. I just okay. got it set up. I haven't done anything with it yet. Okay, so Patreon slash The Tyvin Show, as well as your, your YouTube channel is The Tyvin Show, right? I don't know if I yes, sir. forgot about you on that one. And Gaming, then, guns, and fun. We do it all. Right, and then you're on Facebook and, and Instagram and all that, right? Yep, Tyvin YT on Facebook. Awesome, cool. Thanks, everyone, and big shout-out to Babyface that was hanging with us. Yo, Babyface. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we are out of here. Peace. See ya. Peace out.